Friendos, today's episode and every day's episode of the month of December is brought to you by Hot Man Ted. That's right, the hot tuna. Thank you so much to Ted for sponsoring the show. We can have more than one sponsor, so if you'd like to go on over here feeling in the Yuletide cheer, spirits moving through you, go to chaddukeshow.com, click the donate tab, slide us the old proverbial C-note, well, nothing proverbial about it, the actual C-note, and you too can be a sponsor. Thank you to Ted, and thank you to all of you for listening. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! I take this That movie's stuck! Can we get serious now? It's the Fortress Film Society on the Chad Duke Show. about as professional as whoever the director of Spirited was when they said, look, I know we've already had 15 song and dance numbers, but let's put a reprise in at the end. Surprise? I don't know. Actually, I didn't know, so I was happy they were debating that. Did you see the, uh, what's the awful figure skating movie? Yeah, my my co-star John Hader, (laughs) Hader Boy was in. Um, if they tried to play that movie on cable now, it would be slashed and burned because the whole thing is just one big long gay joke. But then they did like a wink and a nod to it in that spirited movie when they were on the ice skating rink doing the ice skating dance scene. Catch that? No. There were a couple of feral Easter eggs throughout the Yeah, uh, I mean, there was, I, I don't know if you caught the elf one. Yeah, right. Did everyone catch the elf one? It was difficult. It was oh. subtle. Really subtle. Was that really my idea? Yep. Yes, 100%. I uh, get it right up on the mic for God's sake, still. I didn't You're think that was fucking you. professionals, man. You know, I mean, you know how much audio I've had to cut for this man. Fucking <laughs> getting calls in the middle of the night. Oh boy, I needed it. I drove back down to Richmond just to cut like two little tiny quips of audio and sweat my balls off. Um, <laughs> Best part of the movie. It was. I have to say, it was one of the strongest. And then, and then, like anytime, sometimes he'll call me and he'll be like, you know, that one scene that you did, it was funny, but I don't know if it's gonna make the cut. So, what are you willing to do? And I'm like, oh, oh. shit. So then I got to recut a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Fortress Film Society. It is our, our Christmas spectacular. Very excited to be here. I am your host, Shude. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solid Dudes here in beautiful downtown Old Town Fairfax, courtesy of Monk's Barbecue, 251 North 21st Street in Percival. I saw John Ham Scammer was pre-ordering his Christmas dinner there uh, earlier on today. I guess he'll be scamming a ham out of Monk's. You can still, I guess, get your dinner, so go to their uh, website, Monk's bbq uh, monksq.com is the website go check that out jim jester is here hey dear boy hey dear boy how are you jimmy i'm good yourself i noticed you're in a good mood i am in a good mood interesting not everybody is loud goat is here hello loud goat hello <laughs> no grease man no nothing it was perfect no, the deadpan is sometimes as funny as it can get uh goat is here happy to see him my buddy dylan narang is here the director of tapawingo which will never come out hello never. dylan how are you buddy i'm good man how you guys how, dudes how you doing great to see you here thank you for being here at the fortress film society uh steven from belfast is here making his chad duke show debut hello steven Absolute pleasure to be here, boys. Absolutely great to see you as all. Well. It's crazy because, like, when we reviewed the new Space Jam, we invited Kevin Smith up, and now we're reviewing the Irish movie. We invited you up, so like, you know, it's a bit of a stereotypical thing that we do on the show. And you know, uh, when whenever whenever I was watching the movie, 
the first person I actually was thinking about was you. That's crazy. And then because I look like Brandon Gleason at times. <laughs> and then you text me, and I was like, Yeah. Oh, Yep. I had no idea what that movie was about, and I said, if Steven is available, he's." I think it was actually your idea, but I was like, God, that's a, a perfect fit. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Banshees of Help. In a Sharon. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to be talking yeah. Ed Sheeran, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Tomohiro Ishii. Exactly. <laughs> Tuber is here as well. The Tube, uh, live in the building. Hello, Tube, fresh off his banning. You can hit me all you want, Dukes. Just take it easy on the Weller. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't mind you shooting at me, Frank. Uh, very good. Well... Let's do this first. Uh, let me take off my, my happy hat for this. We'll, we'll, buckle, <laughs> we'll buckle in. Um, you know, we always like to give fair ups. And on uh, Monday's show, we recap Secret Santa. And two, uh, th- actually, Jesus, three out of the, uh, <laughs> holy shit, I didn't think that out very good, did I? Three out of the uh, four members of the Fortress Film Society were removed from Secret Santa. Now, ultimately, one of them would be allowed back in. But um, I wanted to give you guys a specifically Goat, because Goat is a very jolly fellow, especially around this time of year. And whenever he walks through the door, he always has kind of a pep in his step, and I'm always happy to see him. And Goat was kind of doing that glum walk when he came in, that shambling zombie walk. And I'm like, oh, he's probably bitter about the show. And then you let it slip that um, you had not listened to Monday's episode on Monday, but actually on the way here tonight. Yeah, it was a really, really <laughs> poor timing on my part. Uh, it was yeah, about when I got stuck in the tunnel getting onto 395 oh. when it goes, oh, by the way, you're out. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it's not too late to turn around. Yeah, but yeah it was- not, not like, you know, not like uh, Michael closing the door on Kay out. <laughs> not 100%. You know? yeah, yeah, you're still going to stick around. Don't ask me about my secret Santa. Yeah, um, did you, uh, the floor is yours. Did you want to reciprocate? Well, I was, I was a little taken aback um, just because we had had the, in the immediate uh, run up to secret Santa, we had had an open discussion about how difficult it is to shop for one money. 100%. Mark. And uh, how it had actually been a weight off of your shoulders to actually have a conversation with him, I, specifically saying, let's not exchange gifts anymore because it's always kind of weird and awkward. Better to die. Um, so I was like, <laughs> and as we were doing that fastest hour, I went, well, I guess that kind of gives me a little bit of the clear uh, as far as what I had accomplished going into Secret Santa, sure. um, which I had reached out to Mrs. Monk and gotten... I was going to get an apparatus that was for the hobby that he's doing with rod building. Oh, I thought you yes. meant like in the no, basement no, no, no. burn after reading. Yeah, I was yeah, I, yeah, I was going to get a lot of plastic tubing. Uh, <laughs> I'm a hobbyist. <laughs> yeah. um, and I had said, like, is this cool? And she said, well, he already has that. And I said, well, what about this? Well, he already has that. I said, okay. And she said, well, there are these things that he has been looking at and has on his Amazon wish list. And I said, okay, those are decent. And I said, what about this? And it's like... Yeah, he's definitely been eyeballing that as well. So the three main gifts that I had gotten him were approved by the the quote-unquote in-house committee. Well, it would have been good to have that information. Well, I mean, you don't want to expose all that while you're giving the gifts. That's <laughs> that's the sort of thing. And sure. I wanted to go with the failsafe of a bevy of Wendy's gift cards in case there was lack of entertainment. Uh, yeah, they were in the top of the box. Oh, the, I didn't know that. Yeah. How... May I ask? There was a C note of Wendy's oh. gift cards in the top of the thread box. Oh, man, I didn't know that. <laughs> and, and the thread. I mean, if we're just putting it all out there, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't know that. But yeah, that's fucking funny. Um, so yes, I will. I will fully and freely say that I did not cheap out on. Well, the, look, on no this harm, no set. foul. You didn't get booted out. Everything's fine. Hey, we're all good. Everything's smoothed over. There's a hundred dollar gift card in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. 
And uh, I believe, well, as before we started this conversation, the axiom that was floating around in my head was, if we can get past bubble hockey, we can get past this. Jody's not going to have a movie show left to do if we're both kicked out. I mean, <laughs> you're not kicked how out are you out worried? Of life. <laughs> you're kicked out of the secret Santa. And goats in, you're out, Naughty. <laughs> I want you to fucking admit right now that you took the booze you got from your wedding, you put it in a bag and said, fuck that weirdo, that and handed it to him on secret Santa. You went to my wedding. I didn't have any of that shit at my wedding. I didn't, no, no, no. You got it as gifts, is what I'm saying. I don't think you stole it from behind the I bar. Didn't get, I didn't get booze as gifts. Well, I'm going to have to believe you. You saw my registry? I didn't see your registry. Oh, that's right. Thank you for the check, by the no way. No problem. <laughs> I gave you the gift that keeps on yeah. giving. I went shopping for what I thought was a really good bourbon. He doesn't drink bourbon. Well, I haven't seen Dick in six months. I can't ask someone who knows him because you can't tell other people that have him in Secret Santa. Dotson, you don't think that... I would have bought him $300 a weed if, he was only sm- if did, I knew he was only smoking weed. Did you place one phone call? Did you call one person? To Dick? I can't call Dick. He's Goat, my secret Santa. who is a paragon we of can't virtue tell. and still in the secret There's, Santa. Is there not a rule that we cannot tell other people involved that we have that individual yes, secret Santa? Well, I can't call Goat then. <laughs> Goat's no, no, in no, secret no, no, Santa. No, no, no. I'm saying Goat, Goat called... Well, Dick has no wife. Um, Do you understand my predicament? I, I've, I've reached out to, to Monk's no. wife in the past. I believe... I had it, Goat. I, Goat. Goat's easy. We're, I, I think Goat. buying three on-the-shelf bottles of bourbon Four. shows that you didn't put a lot of thought into it. I, I stand by that. Where does where does monetary value outweigh thought? I'm just saying. That's a serious question. question. That's there a very good question. I'm just wondering. We should have a graph somewhere. Okay. Well, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. ask yeah. you, for, for your wedding gift, where does monetary value outweigh thought? Uh, Chad Dukes is hey. a very good friend of mine. <laughs> I didn't give you a crystal vase. Yeah. Yeah, neither did I. I looked at that fucking registry and I said, none of this is for Dodson. <laughs> I got four good bottles. Here's I thought what's he would for enjoy Dodson. It. Use this to buy weed. And then an hour beforehand, he told me that he wasn't drinking right now. I so. knew he wasn't drinking. You could have called me. I can't tell you. You're in secret You could Santa. say, does Dick drink lots and lots of bourbon? But then you would say, why, Dodson? And I would say, he's, oh, he's my care. secret you Santa. I care about what Dick does? Come on. I would have I helped you out. For God's <laughs> sakes. <All right. laughs> are, you, are you angry? No. All right, good. Jester, are you? Not angry. Are you relieved? So do I get a year off? No, you get June off. Okay. And, and you do you want a year off? No, that's cool. That's I, cool. I have no problem that's being cool. out of Secret Santa. Like, that's cool. But I mean, I can still come, right? Like, I think this, Steve, I would love, I want Steve you to come. thought that he was banned from the studio. Well, Steve was also, excommunicated. Oh, Steve's full of shit. Also, Steve is banned from yeah. the studio. He gave you a Best Actress book and a fucking record of a, of a scat band that he likes. Scat? Steve's yeah, he's into scat. I said it. Steve for pie tasters into scat. That's not the type of scat that I heard he was into. <laughs> oh no. No. I hope he ends up like Scatman Crothers and shining. How about that? All right, let's move on. Keep the axes in the cabinet. Everybody's fine. Uh all right. We're all good? Yeah. All no, yes. no, nobody's pissed at Joe? Because Joe could have saved you and he didn't. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, you know what? I I can't be mad at Joe. He just he was thinking in financial terms pretty much exclusively. Joe I think, at wants that point. a shot at Azer yeah. being his secret Santa. And what I would say to Joe is, be careful what you wish for. That's what I would <laughs> yeah. say. He did get one wealthy man already for secret Santa as a gift, and it didn't didn't work out that great either. So, all right, let's move on. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, <laughs> are, we do, right. are we doing a show two weeks from now? We're on, right? The show's not canceled forever. I, I don't understand. <laughs> it just sounded like you didn't want to do the show anymore. I don't know. That is worried. not true. That's exactly I, what I, I, Even I said on the fucking show, I was like, if, if you and Goat wanted to sit on the microphones while we're doing the Christmas show, that'd be great. It was only for the secret sale. Okay, that's cool. Here's a bottle of Maker's Mark. I know you, <laughs> Dick. I put a lot of effort into this. 
And Sean here, and Ellie got them the same thing like a year and a half ago, by the way. They, and they were praised for it. Th- what? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. A year and a half ago? So you did you doubled up on somebody else's fucking gift on top of it? a year and a half. It? Statute of limitations. Oh, my God. Monkey's Wendy's gift. I can't wait. No. Uh, oh, go, now go you're just got out of it. Now you're turning on your boy. <laughs> nope. I'm not. We're, we're, we're a united front. I'm not you attacking know, goat. The thing is, Monk actually still uses Wendy's gift cards. Yeah, I mean, I get bottles of Woodford Reserve every year because I use them quite frequently. Now, there is a known third-party information network. For me. For you, for and me. and also, I believe, for others as far for, as factoids have on, been the concerned. Fuck? Now you're coming years. at me, too? Here's I thought we were together on this. I thought we were going to start party. our own movie podcast. My third party this. is I... But well, we can still do that. <laughs> you. Fu- what is it going to be called? We lose the fat? Oh. <laughs> Chop the gristle? No. The cutting room floor. Here's the difference. I care about every single person in that Secret Santa, except for Jim, and I knew that if I pulled the goddamn <laughs> name, I would know everything about them, and I'd be able to get them gifts. Dotson said, everyone's getting four bottles of bourbon this year, and he won't cop to it. It's disrespectful. He likes soccer. He likes being weird. He likes dumb hair, dumb, stupid, dumbo hair. Okay, do you well, understand now, the challenges wow. that I he was given now? He likes size 24-waist uh, jeans. I think you're making a better case for me here. No, I'm just saying there's options. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're not doing one of our movies this week, Correct. Correct. All right, no. good. So we're going to do, um, and look, you two uh, uh, quiet uh, quimbleys over there, make sure you uh, feel comfortable piping up during this because, Dylan, you make movies, and Stephen, this movie was clearly about you. It's a bunch of uh, high-maintenance <laughs> drinking Irish people. Um, this is a, a movie that um, I had heard about, but honestly, it kind of had flown to the into the recesses of the mind just because... I don't think it got a wide release. It was on HBO Max almost immediately. And then it started popping up everywhere um, for award season. It's, I think, yeah. it was nominated for Best uh, Picture for the Golden Globes, uh, Screen Actors Guild. Okay. And um, Martin McDonough is the uh, the guy that made this movie who also did In Bruges, which I think we all love. Yeah. And I think it was Fox Searchlight. And so they only have distribution with certain companies okay it's so like not it's very much an art house yeah film. i i caught yeah. it at the weird theater in mosaic district okay like, i don't think it was even playing at uh like the the alamo down the street. yeah it looks like yeah. it's at e street in dc yeah, yeah, yeah. which it was, is it was, it was playing at art house a lot of those kind of movies go yeah i would like to have seen this in the movie theater just because it felt very much the reasons why i started uh becoming a fan of yellowstone is that the scenery yeah. um and the was landscape. lovely that was yeah. really cool it was like a supporting actor. Um, them walking to that pub, I just sat there. I was like, oh, I would love to drink myself to death in that pub. Like, <laughs> that was a lot of walking, though. Yeah, that I would just a lot of walking. Know, stay outside with the yeah. goat. I don't <laughs> think a lot of these movies are going to be theatrical anymore, the way things are moving. Like, I've gotten all of these screeners yeah. for all of these movies. You got a screener for this one? Yeah. Like, but I, it was before we was on Big HBO Max. Time. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> Didn't remember when I sent you all those terrible movies. I do watch? remember. Yeah, I watched a few of those. They're, they're awful. They're awful. Like the Giver Three. I, I just oh yeah, <laughs> that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just don't think they they look at it and they say, what is the marketing of this? How can we make? We we're all forgetting. Sometimes we forget. It's all about how they can make money. And so, what's the best way to make money on a movie like this? Is it they win a bunch of awards and then people I like think it's go get the awards and then then people will go try to see mm. it and they'll go be interested in okay. it. It's awards first. It's a totally a, an awards movie. Is well, what I was going to start talking about. Which is fucking sad considering I watched the Transformers Beast Wars trailer again and I'm just like how are these two things even in the same fucking phylum? Um the problem that I would say with making this movie before we get into it is that dude and those two actors hit such a fucking home run. And Imbruge just kind of found a life of its own after it came out, like whatever it was, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, man, 
you're putting a lot of it's different from Farley and Spade, you know, like you're putting a lot of emphasis on that. And while it's great to have their chemistry again, it's gonna it's difficult for me to watch them and not think of those two hitmen okay. so look, in that movie. I was gonna bring up um they're amazing actors. I don't think anyone can say that they're not really, really, really Brad good. Brad Gleason is I think, one of my might be my favorite actor of all time. And this is just me, so it is personal, but I couldn't see anyone except for Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Okay. The, the entire time. I mean, it's very good. They've done everything amazing, but I'm looking at them and saying, okay, that's... Here's where I'll disagree. The second Brandon Gleeson started being a huge cock, because um, when it starts off and he just goes up and he's rapping on the window and he's like, hey, are we going down to the pub? It just felt just like no the same two him. fucking guys yeah. in Bruges. Yeah. But the second that he was just being this standoffish prick... Um, and, it, and ultimately, what was crazy about it is I understood everything he was saying about why he didn't want to hang out with this dude anymore. It's like, you know, yeah. everything that you, you talk to these Apex dudes at The Rock and Joe Rogan, they're like, you got to surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you and push you forward. And I don't think that's what a lot of us do. I think we surround ourselves with people that we enjoy being around and like get drunk with, uh, which is clearly what Colin Farrell did. I think it's the best. Sorry, go. go ahead. No, I was going to say it, it is a very interesting dynamic where he had no explanation at first, even, where he just right. goes, I just don't think I like you anymore. And it's like, wow. That's that was that's, a movie. That's really something. You like, know what I mean? That was like a, if you, this was really happening, don't you think he would explain what was going on? I mean, I would say based on <gasps> personal experiences in this room, that's not always the case. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Dan Creasy. Sometimes people just <laughs> decide that they don't want to hang out anymore. Yeah, now Joe. the trick is we don't all live on the same island. Drab. But I mean, that's what it's, you know, like if if you lived within a mile or two of all of these people, Oscar. you'd still have to encounter them on a regular basis. Every producer I've ever had. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, just real quick, Ban- uh, Banshees of Anishirin, I think. Um, one hour, 49 minutes It is listed as a comedy. Um, I saw that, too. as comedy slash drama. Yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes, 97% from the critics. This is everything they love. and uh, Well, not everything, but then 76% from the audience. I think this thing's going to be too much for a lot of people when it's, they watch this It's movie. heavy. Um, Colin Look, Farrell's eyebrows. There's nothing eyebrows. wrong with being a long movie. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it, all right? <laughs> oh, no, not length. Not length There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. This was a little longer. It, you yeah. think so? It's ironic to hear you say that. <laughs> Every time. It is not ironic. There's nothing wrong with being a long movie. Get a late-night no, text from Dylan. I've gotten it down to two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> what do you think of that as the run I, time? I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Just, it couldn't be less. He's like, if I take it down any further, I'm cutting all and, your shit. And I'm like, I'll leave it all in. That's what it was. When it needed to get down to under two hours. Somehow it's all my it was, fucking scenes. It was scenes. I think that this movie could have been a lot quicker, but it, a lot of the space is just the scenery, right? Just shots yeah. of the scenery and them walking, and that's... I think a big part of the reason it keeps your attention. Yeah. So I think it's totally warranted. Like it, it, if 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 we were to trim fat, this is what it'd be. I don't think the movie would be as good without it. Yeah, it definitely reinforces the mood. And that's the that's the similarities between it and In Bruges, right? You you have in In Bruges, you have these two gentlemen who it's like a love story. They're they're falling in love with their friendship, and then Bruges Oof. is the ba- is the backdrop, and that also makes the movie. In this movie, it's it's the opposite. It's flipped. So it's two gentlemen who don't like each other anymore and how that spirals out of control on this very scenic, beautiful island. So Chad was asking me, is it obviously the island is real, like a, uh, the, it's a, a fictional name, but there's it, they filmed it on two islands just off the coast. With, there's about 700 people live on the island. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, to your point, Goat, you, you're right. If this was set in 
1923 New York or like a big city. I don't think it. I don't think it works because if you didn't like somebody, you just well, fuck, fuck I'm, it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. And <laughs> right. I'll meet. I'll meet new people. Here's tomorrow. forty more people. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the, there, they, they don't. They don't do anything. Like everything revolves around the pub, the church, and your 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 friends and your family, and that is very. The, a lot of this movie is is very typical of, of Irish life. Not not only then but today. And there's some uh, to get in a little bit deeper into it. There's some parallels like. Um, at the time, there was uh, a, the we just got uh, in 1916. There was like a um, an Easter rising, right? It was a field rising against the British, but eventually um, they came to peace with the British and, and kicked them out. But the Ireland Ireland was still split because Northern Ireland, where I'm from, was still part of Great Britain. Mm-hmm. So you had you had people internally in Ireland, like brothers and brothers and friends on friends, were picking sides still. And instead of fighting the British, they were fighting each other. So the microcosm between the two the two of them on the yeah. island is very stereotypical of what of what was going on in, on the main island and in, in uh, at the time as well. Well, they're not just that. Go back to 2016 in this fucking country. Like, I don't know how many people stop talking to each other, not for a war, but because someone voted for somebody they don't like and they're no longer affiliated. I mean, the statement, I just don't like you anymore. It didn't have to be about I want to write fiddle songs. It could have been about that civil war. It could have just been about how shitty people get when politically or religiously they're diametrically opposed. I mean, that symbolism I thought was fairly obvious, but it was interesting that it was going on in the same time period where, like, they're removed from that conflict so they can kind of speak about it in a very different way than I'm sure the rest of the country was at the time. But and then even then, though, child, it's like it speaks to Irish people in general being stubborn. Hmm. Like that there are there are multiple times throughout the movie where they could have made peace and come back together, but then something happens that that stops that. And I think that speaks a lot to Irish people uh, still to this day that um, we're a little bit too proud. Um, when it comes to trying to bur- bury a hatchet, we want to bury it in our enemy's head. Or in our fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, it's, as it came to be. My wife kept thinking that um, Brendan Gleeson's character was acting so... It felt like a fairly pragmatic movie, practical movie, and then the parts where he's chopping off his fingers. You're like, what the fuck is this about? And then when that old woman that's walking around that I, I suppose is, represents the Banshee... Um, my wife the whole time was like, he's under some sort of hex. He's under some mm. sort of spell. And that's why he is so transfixed on this right now. And at first I was like, well, that's dumb. Like, there's no mysticism here. But that part of it, I read what the, the director said that he thought that Brandon Gleason chopping off his fingers was funny. And it's not funny at all. I think throwing them at the door is kind of funny, but chopping them off is definitely maybe not. The, yeah. Maybe the, I didn't think it was funny, but certainly not the, thir- the second time. When right, he's when he's fucking four more. Yeah. And then I got to say, uh, the donkey dying, I really didn't like that at all. So mad. And I felt like it was a kick to the nuts because it's like, all right, you kill the cute animal that you've been fucking building up as his best friend this whole time. But it did... I mean, like it—it it, that it the, worked for the narrative yeah, the av- for sure. The avalanche yeah. that was happening to Colin Farrell at the time. The yeah. stuff with the donkey is why I think that this is the best Colin Farrell's been in a long time. Yeah. Uh, where uh, and you know, he's real good in Bruges, man. Yeah, I mean, I think he's great, and I've always really liked Colin Farrell. Not I mean, the gentleman. Uh, well, no, that movie, <laughs> that movie fucking sucks. But but I think but but look at who he plays in the gentleman. I mean, I think a lot of the time Colin Farrell is charismatic and a little bit goofy, like, determined, and yeah, he can be goofy, but I think he's always like in control. And or he plays a lot of characters like that, and then to see him, I don't know. He's like super. 
I think this word gets kind of carried away, but but vulnerable and like the way when like dude, I'm so fucking sad watching him deal with the the death of the donkey, and I think he, I'm just like man, this guy is just like really like a simple, just kind of dumb fucking guy just living his life in the countryside, and and I think that's very different from a lot of people that Colin Farrell plays, and that it was right after his sister had left, yeah, and so he's basically alone, and then he's even more alone. He's like his best friend has decided he doesn't want to hang out anymore. His sister leaves for greener pastures. His animal best friend is now gone, and it's just this, you know, three blo- three shots in a row that that just take apart his, in, you know, regular and simple and reliable life. And then the reason you see a lot with uh, with with Colm's character is that the, they mention his depression and despair quite often. Mm-hmm. I think I think Siobhan's the only one who actually mentions it as depression. And then the priest says, how's the despair? And his whole thing is that time is running out and I need to do something and I need to get away from these simpletons. And like he takes it to such a crazy level, but it makes sense in his brain somehow because he's just so far gone at that point. It's, it's upsetting to watch. So I, I think it's, it's an infinitely relatable kind of movie and story that they're telling, especially for anyone that works in a creative field, which I think a, a lot of people in the room do. Um, where you're you're trying to do something, you're trying to make something that's gonna last or, or be at least at a minimum good, mm-hmm. and you're worried about will that ever happen, will that ever pass, or will it get uh, off-roaded by someone else? And I think I did read somewhere that um, he was inc- he was worried about will I will I be a great musician? Will I write this uh, amazing tune? Will I be remembered? But by cutting off all his fingers, it makes it so that he can blame not succeeding on Man, someone else built-in excuse he can say this is because of this guy now i don't have hands i can't do it so it takes the pressure off and of where he was um, we never actually hear the song yeah in the whole movie which i thought was interesting because you were sort of building up Your his pieces of side. it but yeah. yeah but you never hear the whole, the whole okay. thing i thought the part about it that really stuck out to me is that colin farrell did not deserve that fucking trip like he didn't deserve that rap he clearly thought this guy was his friend he wasn't saying don't write music come down to the pub and get drunk with me right. instead of he didn't do anything wrong all you have to do is say hey i'd like to sit around and write a song instead of drinking yeah. today and that's why i was kind of glad he burned a motherfucker's house down <laughs> like i actually was kind of happy about it because like this dude's treating you in a way like everything that's happening to this guy right now is has something to do with him not to do with you and and yet this trip is being laid at his feet um and so that's why like I love Brandon Gleeson. I love him in everything. And Gangs of New York and Troy and the, what is, the, the Guard. Steven, you watched that, right? The movie yeah, he yeah. did with, with – by the way, everyone should watch that movie. Nobody watched that movie with Don Cheadle and, and Brandon Gleeson. It's great. Um, he's just fantastic. But he was he did such a good – by the end of it, I'm like, you are just a selfish <laughs> prick, and I don't care about anything that happens to you. You killed his donkey by throwing your stupid fingers at it. It's, like, it's not his fault. I mean, the t- when he kicked in his door and called him fatty and said, like, all right, like he told you, like he's already chopped his finger off and shown you that he means it. But he, what, he passes you on the street. Now he's got to worry about you mauling yourself. Like, Well, and, and it would have been fine if he hadn't, you know, spilled the beans on sending his music student home by, with a lie right. about his dad getting hit. That was very funny. <laughs> Hysterical. There's a lot of funny. This movie is funny, man. Like, it's very dry. And like, I laughed a lot at some of the shit that was being said. Yeah, I believe it. it is. I mean, I think it is a comedy. It's just fucked up. <laughs> it can't be a comedy if it's it's this it's so grim at the end like it's just such a it's bleak yeah bleak is the word that really stuck with me especially at the end and it's like it's a bleak movie with some laughs some yeah. real laughs my but they are definitely sprinkled throughout some very dark moments right. wasn't in Bruges the same way it was a dark comedy yeah when he dumps off the fucking yeah, like, top of the tower yeah but th- I do think with in Bruges I think there's more one-liners that people got that 100%. weren't as subtle. 
as the one-liners in in this. Like there's like there's the, the whole stuff. It's funny about the all talk. Everyone knows that that the the young Irish actor, which we'll we'll talk about him in a second. Mm-hmm. I want to know get your opinions on where you think he is. But everyone jokes about how his dad fiddles with him, and that's a kind of a joke through the middle of the movie. And then you're actually going, well, hold on, his, his dad's fucking touching him, yeah, like, yeah. And beating him up. And and I, I I didn't really catch this in the movie. Do 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 you think his dad didn't kill him? Do you think he killed himself? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think that's, so. that's, that's yeah. what I got. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. do you think he killed himself because he got turned down, or do you think he killed himself because of his dad and his situation, and or, he's lost? I who think he it thought was, was a nice man. I think it was everything. Everything, yeah. And, yeah, and then like, and his his opening up to Siobhan was like his last chance for some mm. sort of happiness, and then he was like, "Well, that's the end of that story." And then mm. it was like that was his final shot at being more than what he is yeah, in the know, spot that he's at. It's interesting because he was the one guy. I'd have to go back and watch it again, which I probably won't ever do, but. Um, It'd be rough. He uh, he was the one guy that everything he said was pretty honest. Mm-hmm. Like, everything he was saying was pretty honest. And if you listen to him, you're like, okay, this guy kind of he's he's pretty spot on with everything he's saying. So you're right with that line of that's the end of that story could be his story. I the part that was interesting to me is when at the very beginning of the movie when he's walking around with that hook and he's like, mm-hmm. what do you use his hook for? And they fish his body out of the yep. water with the hook. I was real glad. Um, I was really worried that when he went through that whole thing and he got shot down by um colin farrell's sister that he was going to jump on top of her or something and i'm like i don't need that it was going to yeah yeah i'm glad down that road i'm glad they stayed away from that well i mean he like every movie that he's in he's what else is weird and creepy he he's He's in in another movie a lot of things different things yeah he's in another movie with colin farrell called uh the killing of a sacred deer that's a i'm never going to watch that it's (laughs) fucking awesome yeah you would hate it but it's it's great uh, he's in. I think he actually was in Eternals. Yeah, but that's was. a bad he's example. In, yeah, that's a bad he plays the, the fucking the Joker. <laughs> he's the Joker he's in the that deleted Joker. scene. Yeah, oh, but he was, uh, he was in Behind Enemy Lines, the Owen Wilson movie. Uh, he's in the truck. He plays a Russian kid. That's a that's he's an old Dunkirk movie too. Yeah, yeah, he's in Dunkirk. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's in. I mean, he's he's been he, around as like oh, a. Character. But he's getting typecasted a little bit, ain't he? Barry and Stephen. I might fuck up the pronunciation. Barry Kogan, Kagan. Yeah, it's it's Keegan. Keegan. Barry Keegan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I, he's he's very good. He's got a specific look. But he was he, real good in this. Yeah, he's oh, he's, in, he's also in the Green Knight. And once again, he's a weird, yeah. creepy little fucking dude. What is like, he? Does he get cast and shit? I'll never watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's his typecast. Dukes won't watch it here. <laughs> to go back to what Dottie used, very dark and twisted. But like, you you can't say I'm making a kids movie and at the end of the movie there's two dudes sixty nining. It, it ceases to be a kids movie <laughs> by if, if that's what happens. So like, you're telling me this is a fucking comedy and. It's a horrific, tragic ending for everybody involved, except my my wife got pissed off about this. She she thought that it, the, the movie was she doesn't care about the woke thing as much as I do. But when the when the sister calls back and is like, this big city's great. You little leave that stupid island and come over to me. She thought the whole thing was a commentary and a condemnation on like small town mm. living, which actually held water. I didn't see it at the time. Um, I don't think it was that. I think it more represented she kind of extricated herself from yeah. what you guys are talking about. It's like, hey, if you live in New York, just go find another friend. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, I um, think she knew that her brother had kind of run out of things to do on that island at least as far as the the people there were never going to change the one person he had a great affinity for had decided he didn't like him anymore to the point where he was burning down his cottage all of these things had kind of happened and she didn't even know about the burning down of the cottage yet so that's the sort of yeah i think it was just sort of hey save yourself as opposed to necessarily a condemnation of small town living why wasn't brandon gleason in the cottage why why did he live through that like why did that the ending of the movie kind of puzzles me a little bit 
Yeah, I'm. I'm. I guess he ultimately didn't want to burn alive. He yeah. believed him, so yeah. He, I think. I think I kind of looked at it as like that's the first threat that Colin Farrell made, where Brendan Gleeson delivered on all the threats that he made. So now that Colin Farrell's making a threat, he's going to take it seriously. He also and, like, seemed to feel, feel, feel uh, very remorseful for actually killing the the, the donkey, like right. when he punched the cop and said, like you know. His donkey just died. Like he seemed to. Oh, I deserve yeah. this because that happened. Well, there's a like. D- sorry, Dylan. Go ahead. No, no. Oh, God, God, there's just. It. There's so much going on in this movie. Like there's. There's like the family notion with him and his sister. There's the friendship with him and Brendan Gleeson. There's and then there's just Brendan Gleeson's story on its own. You know, self value. What am I doing mm-hmm. with my life? The legacy. And then, and, yeah. yeah, and then there's the backdrop of like these fights going on just in like an island over. There's a ton of different. We're, we're talking about so many different things. There's a lot going on in like the areas of like I don't know ethos is it called that they're trying to touch on Mm -hmm. and that's why i I thought about it for a week after i watched it it's amazingly simple for how much is happening and and how much it makes you think after you're done with it and i did the the the, i pulled what i like to call a goat where i went and i read about the movie for like two hours after it that is my trademark move (laughs) yeah and i uh i still i still had you know my own thoughts and like i was like oh that that makes me it, it was it's it's very powerful. It's very good. It deserves to be nominated for everything it's nominated for. It is a very strange thing, and Dotson will forever, in my mind, get his balls busted for saying, I don't watch movies to be entertained because I still think it's one of the most ridiculous things However, However, I don't. I think I was entertained by this movie. Like seeing those performances, like I'd like to go back and watch it again now that the shock is over with, because it's like watching two of the best mixed martial artists on the planet fight, and it's like they're gonna fight different than two assholes in a bar. And watching those two directed by that dude in that scenery, it's like wow, this this is something that this is once in a lifetime type of stuff. Even though it was, it doesn't make you feel good. Well, and they each had individual scenes that were phenomenal as well. Where you had. There were two that really uh, stood out to me. The one in the shop, uh, was it uh, Mrs. O'Reardon? And like where she just trades in gossip. Her whole thing is, oh, do you have any news for me? And it's like. From his side of the island. Yeah, and she's so mad at at, uh, everyone for not having any news. That's like a diminishing characteristic in his eyes that he doesn't show up with gossip. And the other one that stood out to me was the confessional. Mm. That first confessional where. You know, the, the the priest runs out of the confessional yelling, that's right, you will be pure fucked. And it's just like in the middle, and then he's like, next. And it's just like, there were those little bits and pieces where you only get that, again, in that incredibly close-knit community that's almost like encapsulated within itself. When she goes and picks up the letter, it's already open. Yeah. Did it just fall open? Did it? <laughs> right. It's a fucking, it was a very funny scene. Yeah, he's got a problem with religion, and he's got a problem with cops, I think. <laughs> if you watch eight, what is it? Seven billboards in West Lansing, or whatever. Three billboards. That fucking he also did seven psychopaths. Stupid movie. Um, <laughs> you can tell as well that it, uh, he comes from a scre- the, the way the screenplay was written. This yeah. could be a play very yeah. easily. Oh as well. yeah, he, he originally like, was a playwright, I think. Yeah, and, and a lot of his be a good play. His scripts kind of yeah. really out would because it wouldn't be limited. Well, the scenery. I don't know, man. The scenery is such an enormous part of it. And Chad, sadly, did you? If you did read some stuff about it, did you read that they built that pub on the island for the movie? Well, and they, then, hopefully they left it open. No, they bloody ripped the thing what? down. Oh. Yeah. Do, do people just not think? Like, who's if that thing wins best picture? People people go to walk where they put up big CGI green screens for Lord of the Rings. Like, you fucking wouldn't go to that pub? Maybe that's why they tore it down. I guess. <laughs> it's like, we don't need all of these rubes coming over here. To they drink. probably don't want people over there, wherever that island is. Bloody, like, please. bloody yanks coming <laughs> spending their money trying to make our lives that's better. Right. Why would we want any of that? <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Fuck off. Uh, Steven, how do you think they did on all the Irish stuff? 
No, I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was Irish as fuck. Yeah, it really, really was. Like it, it's there are still parts of Ireland that obviously look like that, but that people I won't say are living like that. But it's almost like you've stepped back in time. Um, now those 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 parts are getting um, uh, smaller and smaller. But and the, probably the only thing that that all those people on that island would have been speaking Gaelic. That mm-hmm. that would have been sure. that then obviously they're not going to make a movie in bloody Gaelic because nobody speaks that language anymore, really. Um, but there are still small, small pockets of Ireland that that's, that's the way of living. Um, Did you guys not know when the era was? I didn't know until they showed For a few the, minutes. Yeah, for like yeah. 15 minutes, I was like, well, yeah. are they just walking around because the island's so small? Because there was there were some... There wasn't electricity, was there? But there was there was there was clocks. I don't. know. There were just things where I'm like, they didn't make a point of saying anything until we saw that count. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was yeah. a little tough. It was a little tough. That was a good little mechanism though yeah. for uh, me, dumb people like me. Instead of putting a big caption on the uh, on the front of it. I mean, the, no offense, but Stevens people fight so much. I'm like, all right, what are they fighting about now? <laughs> Which fight and, is yeah, this? Clearly fighting each other. And but it, what a great allegory for uh for for civil war though. I mean, when you hear about the American Civil War, it's like brother against brother, and it it started like that. Like yeah. that was over stuff that you're like, well, for us it made sense, but. Sure, yeah. I'm sure it was very it's it's very difficult to convey what was happening over there where it's like we're fighting this country now some of the people that we're fighting against this country like what that country provides and now we're fighting people that are from our own. Steven's talked to me many times about yeah. it's fucking bizarre the conflict over there because I imagine finally saying get out but the the top half of the country like wait a second we like the healthcare or whatever the fuck it is you know it's a difficult thing there's a there's another excellent movie set in that time period called the wind that shakes the barley you told me about yeah and i again it it wants you you want to do two things at the end of it you want to either kill your brother and join the ira (laughs) oh jesus christ (laughs) or 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 just kill yourself right right it's depressing as fuck but is that killian murphy yeah, Killian Murphy's on it. Yeah, yeah. Did we watch that one night really, we, really drunk? We may have. I, yeah. I, I might have put it on and started screaming about. Pizza <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got really worried. Yeah. I think I got nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, and then your wife was singing, "Go home, British soldiers, go on home." <laughs> <laughs> we were leaving the old should be, and Stephen gets my chick fired up to go ahead and fight for Northern Ireland. <laughs> she really gets all in. Um, how do we give it a grade? Like, what do we? I think it's a, it's kind of a, a scaled grade. I think I think there's uh, a pussy. No, I'm. I'm saying scaled if, grades are for people that don't believe in themselves. What, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean scaled He's grade? On you We've twice used the same scale. Tonight. The the, the, the duration of the show. Please give it a score. It's a four and a half. This four movie makes half. you think. It's fucking. It's funny. Um, I would totally go back to this because what I think do you there's get? A big lot, trouble in Little China. Like four and a half. Well, then how the fuck? I mean, that's what I'm saying. How can you compare the two? They're they're totally different movies. Right. So you're saying that's that, the that scale that, though. Only that's why you have to. Yeah, that's why you got to scale. All right, you know I'm sorry, I, mean? I got angry. <laughs> I like right. to avoid scales myself. What what's 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 the scale that you propose? It was based on who the I know we always say that three and a half is a movie you'd recommend. I would say if I know that somebody is in the mood to watch a movie that will make them not necessarily feel good at all, this is an easy three and a half to a four, but I would say three and a half because wow. it is a downer. It's a big downer. Yeah, but how can you give it a three and a half with those performances? Like, I mean, it would be like saying There Will Be Blood is a three and a half because at the end of it, it's a fucking depressing movie. I, I don't know how you get it possibly. This is There Will Be Blood. It's it's a character study with these two fucking, these two actors at the top of their game. Um, and it just makes you think the whole time. Yeah, being fun is important. I mean, I, I like to have fun. I like to enjoy myself and be yeah, happy. Yeah, I mean, that was where I would, I would land with it. Like, I enjoyed it and I would watch it again uh, if I was... Maybe not around the holidays next time, but uh. my two favorite movies of the year: are Maverick and um, 
Barbarian. And 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 uh, Tapawingo. Where the Thanks, f- Chad. Where the fuck are the? Uh, I, but I, <laughs> I I appreciate the, mine too. By the way, exactly. It's the top three dogs. I appreciate a movie that where the moral is almost could be construed as uh, sometimes it's better to just put up with people who are pains in the ass. Because yeah. cutting them out of your life is more trouble than it's but worth. But he didn't have to fucking cut him out of his he life. Didn't. He still That's go to that goddamn bar with the same assholes, right. and he could have played his fiddle and said, "Hey, hey, hey, Colin Farrell, I'm gonna be playing my fiddle three hours a day with these dudes. Yeah. We can drink afterwards." That's what I'm saying. So sometimes it's just easier to weave your way around that than it is to be like, "Nope, you're out," just I mean, because you sometimes annoy me. We never went into, uh, and I don't know that they reached it because I think Chad was saying, you know, did Colin Farrell do anything wrong? No, I don't think he did until he started to when he kicked in the door, and it's like, well. Is he tracking him a little too much yeah. at that for for just a hot second? But I think tricking what, the music student into going home might that have been. Was yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah, a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. dude over for but, no but reason. But what, what part of this has to do with, if we take it a step further, What when does it become a toxic relationship? When are you in something that you shouldn't be in? And that's what do good, you do I about mean, it? We've all been know. in them. I don't know if we got there. I don't know if it was enough. I never saw it from Colin Farrell. I'm like, oh, this is toxic. I'm like, hey, he's... I wish I had known how long they'd been friends. It seems like yeah. forever. They've been on the island forever. Yeah. So you've been friends with this guy for the ages are a discrepancy, but what, 30 years, 40 years? But ah. There's a lot in that scene that when he kicks down the door because at the same time, Brandon Gleason's having this mo- happy moment with his dog. And it's probably the happiest you've seen Gleason <laughs> oh in the God. entire yeah. movie. And it's fucking ruined by yeah. this clown who kicks down the door. <laughs> yeah. So I think that enforced Gleason even more to be like... Uh, I, d- I can't be friends. Yeah. Friends. I did make the right decision. Yeah. yeah. This is going to sound really mean. This reminded me of me and Ant-Man, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not in Brandon Gleason's situation, but Ant-Man, as much as I love him, and he's a great time, that's what he is. He's a... <laughs> and... <laughs> like... If- <laughs> If I was trying to do more than what I'm doing right now, and I'm, I would not do to Brandon, to Ant Man, what Brandon Gleason did to Colin Farrell, but I would probably or to your fingers. I would probably go to him and say, "Hey, man, like I can't hang out with you four times a fucking week. What hour long? How much we hang out? Like we can we can hang out for watch football and come on in and do the show." But I could see myself having a conversation like that because Ant Man's my fun, good time and friend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the guy that I do the podcast with and all that. He, he said, "Said," but you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not sitting around and debating philosophy yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, like I've cut out this Wednesdays. I, I write now. That's what I do all day Wednesdays, and nobody else can. Like, and I've been asked to do other things. I'm like, no, Wednesdays I write, and that's that's a microcosm of this. So if he showed up at your door knocking at two p.m. to go to the pub, I would tell him to fuck off. Yeah, so- I'd say, no, no, go away. I'll, I'll I'll hang out with you some other time. And I think in the real world, in the non movie world we all get confronted with that stuff don't we yeah yeah but chad you're also more creative than that if if ant-man shows up and he's uh, you know pantless with a bottle of something you're gonna be like this is pretty interesting i can write from this (laughs) like this this gives me something to go right 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 i never saw enough from colin farrell to say this makes sense now i'm not saying that uh, as a you know uh, anything against the movie sure um but you know, there's a part of me that's like, well, what was happening before this? What did we yeah. miss? There's also a part of me that's like, hey, shut up. Just watch what watch this two and a half. Right. What was it, two hours? It was under two hours. It was under two hours. Someone's projecting oh, a little bit. <laughs> but the hubris also, though, of, of, of that dude on that tiny island being like, I'm going to do something that Mozart did. <laughs> dude, no one is ever. There's no radio. There's no CDs. No one's ever going to hear your music. And Dylan, in, in your opinion, would, would 
Colin Farrell's body of work before this, like this is the man that did Total Recall. The remake, remake. yeah. Is that going to hold him back from from? Do you think people are going to nitpick a little bit? He was bullseye in the in the awful Ben Affleck. I think he's already got the audience's favor with the Batman. I think people fucking love him for that. That that blew most. What are we talking? Oh right, right, right. right. I I lost what you guys are talking. What are we talking Uh, about? I think he's just talking about the quality of his credibility and like whether he's whether he's going to win awards. Yeah. Was he nominated for Best Actor for the Golden Globe? I think he for was. This? Yeah. He yeah. will. He should be. He will. Well, be. they're out. So I, Jimmy, I think I don't he, know. I think I mean, he has a really good stuff, chance of winning. I don't think anyone's going to hold it against him. I think there's actors out there that do horrible movies all the time that are really good actors. Yeah, Robert De Niro, uh, Downey Jr. Uh, besides they've been Iron horrible Man, horrible movies. Yeah. Oh, Kiss, yeah. Kiss Bang Bang's pretty good. Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and who is the who is the lead? Like who do you get the lead? Colin Farrell is nominated for Best Actor, and Brandon Gleeson is nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I don't think that's the Golden Globes. That might be Screen Actors Guild or one of the other. I think, but it's probably going to be the same all the way down for all the awards. Here's what the most difficult part is going to be: when when the Academy looks at Tap Wingo, they're like Billy Zane or Chad Dukes. Who do we give? I mean, there's only one real answer. There's only one real answer. Well, one of them was in Twin Peaks. Well, my character. Okay, well that's that's diff. I don't recall being in that, so I think I know where you're. (laughs) Last I checked, let me look. At my uh, do you have that? Thing? Let me look into my IMDb, yeah. which I have one by the way. You um, remember that day with the nut shot? Oh man, that was that, that was, was day. tough. That, that was, was the, day. Yeah, that was I was in a pretty prickly spot in that day. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that, by the way. Police ain't fucking threatening to fight me. Um, Jimmy, no nod for best actor, it's got a uh, best picture for musical slash comedy. For a Golden Globe. Yeah, for Golden Okay, Globes. do me a favor. Just Google, just see what else it's nominated for because I know they're both nominated for something and I'm pretty sure Brendan Gleeson's supporting. Or like a BAFTA or something like that. I they, think the they've got to walk away with... I with think the chick, the sister's nominated for Best Supporting Actress yeah. in, on one of these awards. She's okay. great. I yeah. think this is going to be nominated for a shit. Everybody in that movie. Cinematography, director, writer, yeah. all that. He always gets a writer's nod. Uh, like a, a best screenplay nod McDonough does. So I think that's there's going to be a big contender. There's no big robots, man. There's no yeah. blue fish people. Like, it's just humans t- talking about shit. The bartender and that one dude who's always at the pub was fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. when they're that great. one scene where what? they were repeating each other. Yeah. What a, a sherry, Siobhan. Yeah. All right. Happens like three times. What are you sitting over there for? I'm over here. And the one time she walks down to get a sherry is when fucking Colin Farrell's storming off. He yeah. doesn't have anything to do with it. I mean, and, and let me defend, you know, saying that this movie is a four and a half for a second. Like, look, at, I think that we have all talked about how excited or upset or, you know, just passion was invoked one way or another watching this yeah. and talking about it. And I don't think that any movie that does that should be under at least a four and probably higher even then because of what I liked out of the acting or scenery. So that's or, a shot across Goat's Bow, clearly. It's not a shot across Goat's it Bow. It's more of like a... It's okay. I'm waving I'm waving a warning flag. Just, Goat's fucking, uh, what is it, uh, Joe Pesci at the end of Casino right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm watching my brother get thrown into a ditch. <laughs> but like whether, whether, you know, whether you enjoy watching something or not, if you have, if you feel that strong about not just right. like having watched the movie, but you feel that strongly about what happened to a character and whether someone should do this or do that. I think that's really fucking valuable in the movie. It's weird getting older too because it, before it used to be so easy to dismiss the Academy and be like, "You're just a fucking this bunch of arty, stuck garbage." Up yeah. And I still think a lot of the times, like to not nominate Maverick or Gladiator got nominated. Gladiator win Best Wonder. Picture. It did. Yeah. yeah, they've they've gotten out of their fucking treehouse every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, what is it? Uh, the Joker got nominated. What's his name? Heath Ledger Heath got nominated. But like, god damn, if it's not more impressive to just. If someone gives you $150 million and, like, all right, make giant robots fight dragons, like, ooh, you know, I'll watch that. But 
I don't know. The lo- the more I watch movies, the longer it goes. Like the more I'm impressed by. I, I was fucking sitting there. Like I didn't. I was not blinking at times but, watching that movie. I was so. Chad, I, I I'll say this. You've talked. I've known you for a very long time. Yes. Right. And there there've been people have come in and out of your life. Lots of them. And I do think this on a personal level level this movie does resonate. You've spoken oh, about it. Oh, very much right. so. I, I very really, much so. And, and you are somebody that. Your therapy is 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 in moments like this, right, where you're talking on the mic. But yeah. I think that's a that's the first time in maybe in a, in a long time you've watched some uh, a visual art form that, right. that 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 you can really relate well, to. Well, you make a great point because I both sides. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I I've been Colin Farrell. I'm like, I know I did because in the in the middle he's like, maybe we are rowing. Like I've I've had yeah, that happen a hundred yeah. times. Tell me what I did or said, please. Like I'm yeah. I'm smart enough to know I did something to like go. I, but at least at least I knew what I did to piss Goat off when he came in. I'm like, all right, I, all right. I, that was, clearly, I was hamming it up for the show. But like to be on both sides of it where I've considered, maybe this guy's being around. And then what the fuck did I do to make you stop talking to me? Yeah, I think that's... I'm never going to find myself fighting a bunch of Urukai coming out of the Black Gate. But like... Not so much. I've yeah. definitely had people say, I'm not drinking with you anymore. Or not even bother to return a fucking text. And back then, that was not returning a text. I am knocking on the door to say, are we going to the pub that we always go to? And you are just sitting there smoking. Facing away from me having a puff yeah do you think Brandon Gleason will ever get I don't know if you guys feel the same way about him that I do but I just feel like he's one of those he's Gene Hackman every movie he's in when I see him walk under the screen no matter how bad the movie is I'm like oh oh the, the cheat code status as we exa- I think yeah. that's exactly what he is do you think anyone do people feel that way about him I think he's going to be one of those guys that's appreciated when he's gone more than he is while he's acting which is always a shame he's so good that as sounds a- right He's so good as Monk in Gangs in New York. He's just oh so my God. fucking yeah. good as that character. And to be that good in a movie with that many amazing performances Dude, is really something how many to hang your hat are on. in that movie? Yeah. And then he's like, he's the big thug with the big goddamn bat that he's killed so many people that he's running out of notches. But then when he's running for office and he turns into that politician and is like addressing the... He's, I don't know, he's just, he's the best. And, um, and we, we, all, we also know that that's been, you know, that's how our relationship's going to end. Who? With you, with you <laughs> smashing. Why don't you burn him? After I invite you in to talk oh, about I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take you on face-to-face, Stephen. Um, <laughs> I'm a Dotson. I think it's a four and a half. Um, I'm not going to give it a five because Maverick's a five. Uh, this is a four and a half. Um... It's fantastic. I, I would recommend go. I understand exactly what you're saying, and there are people I wouldn't recommend it to. Like, I, I wouldn't rec. He might be sitting right here. Um, there are it's people- another one of those cricks in your neck that's going yeah, on right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be. I love Jim. I love him so much. Um, you say it so often. It's it's clearly I true. Know. Yeah. <laughs> It's just an awful thing to say when you're about to say something horrible. I, there, there are movies, there are people that I don't think are looking for this type of movie. I think they're looking for, you know. Candy. Uh, welcome to Wakanda or whatever. And that's, they're that's looking a, to be entertained. That's the scale up. What? That's the scale. If, you're, if, you wanted, if you can put your head into awardsy movies, I agree. Four or five. But this if you'd is, like to visit the restaurant in the menu or right. have a big old bucket of popcorn, you know, right. that, that's the... That's the dividing line. That's a great it? point. I, and I think that there's room for both. I think for all of us sitting at this table, there's room for both. Um, but but I, I don't know if my mom could handle this fucking movie. Like, I don't I don't know. There's people in my life where I don't know. So it's difficult, but it's it's a fucking masterpiece. And it's the only reason it's not a five is that there's too much shit in it that bums me out for me to give it a five because 
I'm rooting for Daniel Plainview to be a miserable fuck the whole time during that movie because I have problems. Uh, there, there's there's so much awful stuff that mean where I take personally in this movie. I can't give it a five, but it's a four or five. It's it's as close to a masterpiece as I've seen it on. It's one of my favorites this year. It's fucking great. It's really really good. But how could you give it a higher grade than the Barbarian with the face and the ah, and the titty? <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that in a blurb on a poster. Yeah. <laughs> that was my quote in the newspaper. The face and the back. Dash Dukes. What do you give it there, Dylan? Yeah, you know, I, I think I think you guys are right. Um, I wish I had gone for you because I don't like going after you like that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a 4-5. I think if you can put yourself into that that right headspace of it's an awardsy movie because it's not – it's not um, – if, you, if you're looking to just be entertained. I hate saying that too. Just be entertained, but well, it's a different kind of movie. You have to you have to know what you're you. getting into. If you want to go see, you know, I know you don't like uh, the comic book movies as much anymore, but if you want to go see a Marvel movie or well, something, Pacific like that, Rim. Pacific Rim for me is a four. Pacific Rim is great. <laughs> it's a really really fun movie. Pacific Rim too. Oh, oh not boy. so much. Boy, is that such a bummer. We got, we got so drunk at that theater and we still hated it. We, we? We I had still a panic attack it. when I saw that movie yeah. in the theater. It's so flashy. That's was it because your friends were so drunk next to you? <laughs> no, I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Dottie and I started to do the Gungam style during that fucking movie for some reason. So that's why I think there is a space where you can give this one a four or five. And there's other movies that, that you look at and you're like, how are you comparing these? And it also gets a four or five. Um, maybe, you know, I don't know if a Big Trouble in Little China will get a four or five or a five. Let's just say four or five for now, but you can say these are both four or fives, and there's a reason why they're both four or fives, and it's what you're in the mood for. And you know, most nights it's going to be I'm in the mood for Big Trouble in Little China, and the few nights that you can get in the right headspace, yeah, it's going to be Banshees of Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a fictitious city. Thank God Stephen told me that. I don't have to worry about offending anybody. <laughs> uh, I want to get Stephen's score, but Dylan, as someone that's making movies, how how do you not? for lack of a better term, hate on it. <laughs> How do you not look at it and be like, fuck this, I could have done. Because I get yeah. so wrapped up in that shit listening to other podcasts and other radio shows and shit. Like, it's got to take more to impress you. Uh, I mean, my wife would say yes. She would say that I'm, I'm annoying as shit when we right. watch movies. Um, yeah, look, I, I, you can't do it with a movie like this because they did a really good job. It's, it's a really, really, really well done movie. Like, uh, the scenery is amazing. The characterizations are amazing. The acting is amazing. The, you know, all that stuff. I, I was going to say it's a very small movie, right? Like, how many characters do we actually meet? Like, seven? Tops. Six? So, it's it's really, really small, but they still made it feel um, not only relatable, but, you know, very, very well uh, well um, conceived. Like, it feels real. Uh, it feels like it could actually be happening. I was like, what time period is this? Everything about it felt like a really good movie. So, it's it's really hard to hate on something that you can say, that's good. You guys are amazing at what you do, and you did it really well. It's easier to do that. With movies that you're like, you can pick out all the uh, all the threads. Where you're like, what are you doing with this? Right. What is this? Why is this here? Like, there there are movies like that where you're just gonna you know talk all kinds of crap about because they're making all kinds of mistakes. Now I'm one of those weird people that I like watching bad movies because I think they can sure. be fun. There's something fun about that for they sure. They can be really really fun. But then there's also just terribly done movies where they're like, why did you do this? Why did you make this choice? Why did you go in this direction? This what you're doing here makes no sense. I feel like I've, I've seen one of those in the last week or two. And when I come up with the title, I'll interrupt everyone that and let right. you know what it is. Way of well, water. I think, I think there's also a dividing line for bad movies where if it's a bad movie made earnestly because it's the yeah. best movie yeah. you can make, yeah. that's you can appreciate. But if it's a bad movie that you've made intentionally crappy, 
right. because it's like, hey, hey, we're making a shitty yeah. movie. You go like, well, this is just terrible for and the sake no, of making a crappy no movie. Soul, there's no soul behind yeah. something like and that. And there's always some credit you need to give someone who's trying really hard to do the thing that they're trying to do. Yeah. You know, there's always something about that that you, you have to give a little bit of respect to if someone is really putting it all out there. Whereas if they're, you know... Um, if they were just handed it by by the parents, the 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 budget for the movie, or they have no they have no kind of a, a um, education or anything in being able to do the thing that they're doing, and not that education is the end all be all, but that can be you know a literal education or what they've learned on their own. If if they just don't bring anything to it, and they're just like I I deserve this, there's um uh, this entitlement that I should be able to do this and you should like it, then it's a little bit easier to say. You don't know what you're doing. What did you think? Of, what is that Cronenberg movie you had us watch as kid? The one where he's a uh, possessor. Pose- did you see Possessor? I did not. I'd be interested to know your thoughts on that for what you just said because I felt like there were points in that movie where he was like, "Well, I know who's my father," and people are coming here looking for this, and so there was things that happened because of that. Mm. It was pretty good still, but I think there's a little bit of. of what I mean, you I think, there. but also that's like I don't know Eddie Van Halen's kid picking up a guitar because his dad plays guitar. You know what right. I mean? Not yeah, not only- saying that he needs to be the biggest rock band in the world, but of course you're going to take up that genre that that um, you know uh, tone of a movie because mm. that's what you grow up around and that's what you're used to and inspired by probably. I think uh, you know we're taking this in a, in a wild direction, so you're, again you're welcome. But it, <laughs> when we talk about nepotism, nepotism, it, everyone I think is going to say that sucks. Like it's not something that should happen. It's, we're a meritocracy, all these kinds of things. However, I just want to take a tiny step back and say, if your parent does something and then you're there now, I, I know. <laughs> We may not like uh, a lot of the movies, but who is a Coppola's kid? Sofia Coppola. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So she spent all of her time with him on all of his sets that he went to, and she was with uh, what is that awesome war movie? He did Apocalypse Now? Apocalypse Now. So she was there for eighteen months. You while pull he's... Apocalypse Now, bro. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's the, um, breaking some news here. But she's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she was there for all of that. So when she grows up and she's like, I- "I'm going to be a director," right? You know, you can say. There's a conditioning there. She's probably yeah. getting in the room because here's how Brando and Sheen used to do it. It's like, all right, maybe uh, I'll listen yeah. to what you're, you're like, fucking right. saying. Yeah, I get like, it. She's getting in the room because she's a Coppola, right? Like they can make calls, but she probably learned something. I think right? she, she's capable of making good movies. They don't always hit, but like Virgin Suicides is good. It just it hurts to watch. Yeah, as long as she's behind the camera, yeah. there's a higher <laughs> chance of good well, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think we're all in unison. I mean, I'll God bring Father. up another uh, a Bill Murray movie, Lost in Translation. Yeah, I yeah. really, really like. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> so it's so ironic. <laughs> and, he I could have been too. next to you. He could have been Stony Tarwater. I, that would have been fucking amazing. I would have. I would have. He would have probably had. Le- all right, never mind. We're not going to go down that road. You're more willing to go down that road than I am. Um, I, I like Bill Murray. I I know that there's other comedies that aren't for me, but I think that they're they're too cool for the room type of fucking comedy. I know that's what you like. No, no, no. But hold that's on, not hold. what you made when you made your movie no. that I'm in. I watched that movie. I that's think a funny have, movie. I love Bill Murray, but I think things have changed with Bill Murray He's too. He's a crazy person, yeah. and he doesn't respect the people that he works no. with. Well, uh, he doesn't answer phones. Allegedly. He doesn't come out of the woods. Yeah. I, I'm not even talking about that. The yeah. Me Too shit. I'm talking about he won't fucking answer his phone to talk to his agent yeah, to take a thing. booking. It's like yeah. that's fucking Scott Weiland shit. I hate that. Didn't I tell you that story. What? The the you have to. Everyone knows that story. Oh goddamn it! I think there's a little bit less heroin involved. <laughs> Could be yeah. as long as we're you know invoking Keith Scott Richards Weiland. still breathing. Yeah. Keith, <laughs> Richards, <laughs> too. Keith Richards. There's making a lot of reasons why the whole band wait down in the bar because they won't record the Stones album just because he knows he's Keith Richards. Like I hate that shit. It drives me nuts. Uh, Stephen, what did you give uh, Banshees of Ishkanishimich? 
it's a four or five for me. I think that it's a movie that you'll go back to it at stages in your life when, after watching it for the first time. I think you'll go back to it in stages where you are in the mood that one of those characters is in. That's interesting. And I also think that it could, like we talked about it being a play, um, I think it could spawn that in the future. Um, but uh, it's interesting after Dylan's thoughts on, on both characters sort of being typecast, um, and that's all you could see was those two. I think that then the problem with it being a play would be all that we would see is, or want to see is, is Gleason and Farrell, and then if two other actors did it um, in a play, you, you wouldn't It might not work. Yeah. But again, from an acting perspective, their relationship on the, on the actual uh, uh, screenplay, I think it would attract other actors to be like, I want to play those those people. Um, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if in 10 years' time it's on Broadway. I can see that. It's so tough, though. When you're, like, Other than Daniel Day-Lewis, is there any actor you go to see and he's different every time? I thought you were going to ask this today. Well, you did? Yeah. Oh, well. No, I thought you I thought you were. Daniel Lewis, maybe Meryl Streep. Maybe. The Meryl Streep is a very good one, but... I, when I, when I, one of the reasons I go to see George Clooney is he's going to be George Clooney. To at know? least a degree. Yeah. yeah. You know you're going to get some of that core like Brad Pitt. Now, there's serious Brad Pitt, and then there's funny, Complete, wacky, yeah. stuff. Bullet train yeah. Brad Pitt. Right. He's sitting on the don't kind of sin me, man, smoking the, the bong and fucking true detective. But they're all the same. So, I don't know. That's a tough trap to get out. Although, Jim Carrey tried to get out of it and ruined himself completely. Like, you know, it's weird. Who's um? I always forget which one it is. Which one of... Uh, Come on, this is my favorite game. <laughs> he directed Get Out. Jordan Peele. Peele, yeah. yeah. Jordan Peele has done that, but in a completely different format where he's not in front of the camera. Like, that is commendable. Um, I didn't watch that, that show. Everyone gets mad when I say that. Like, I never saw that show, so I don't I don't have a file I've, on it. I've seen being... clips. I've seen many of the sketches that everybody references. But if you're on, in front of the basis, camera, yeah. like, it's such a difficult thing to do when you reach that level, the level of notoriety that he has to, like, break out of that fucking format. You didn't line up to see Keanu? The movie about the kitten? No. I, I don't even... I'm not sure I know what that is. Yeah, it was uh, Key and Peele had a movie. Where, oh, okay. Yeah. They got a kitten and it got kidnapped. I don't like sketch. Yeah. I don't watch Mad TV. Like I don't like sketch shows. They make me uncomfortable. Gotcha. It's real fun and hard to come up with actors that always like blend in uh, yeah, I mean, with whatever can... role they are. Like yeah. uh, Dan Day Lewis. I mean, I, I, for me, Oscar Isaac does that a little bit. Every time I see him, I'm like that, I can't believe it's that's Oscar. a good. You one. are Oscar Isaac. Tom Hardy. What about what about Will Smith? <laughs> I feel like he's done it recently. I mean, he's he's sometimes I think he is trying hard enough to do it. That you go like, well, there's Will Smith trying real hard to be this character, yeah. but it's still Will Smith in some ways. He's, I not, mean, he's not the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, anymore. he is broken free of that yeah. for sure. A bad boy, Will Smith. I just, I feel like all you see is, I don't know. It's, it's tough not to see Will Smith. Did you see Hancock? I did. I hate I, to keep I, going back. I, I like that movie. I think Hancock is fabulous, like and he's drunk, and he's upset, and he's bitter, and he's also a superhero, which yeah, is the most yeah, overplayed right. trope. Right. I think he's fucking fantastic in that yeah, movie. Yeah, you're right. Wasn't Michael Mann at one point attached oh. to that movie? He hates Michael Mann. Oh, wait. You yeah. hate, uh, hey, bro, do yeah. you hate Thief? Hey, Dylan. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Thief? No, I should probably see it. You I, should, I need you. Should, you man, know what? It's really good. I need to be taken from, out of the credits. Wait, so you don't like, you don't like <laughs> Miami Vice? No, I've he doesn't. It. I don't watch Michael Mann. Dotson, he doesn't like Vegas? heat. He doesn't like heat. All right, all right. We're not going to get into a big Wait thing. A Let me just say, I don't like heat. I have been in a. <laughs> Hold on, I don't want to open a can of worms, but uh... I've been in a sweaty tent in the middle of a park in Richmond with John Hader boys screaming at him about not liking heat. The two of us at the same time double teaming him, and he was still fighting. At least back. you had a tag team it was, partner. It was about yeah. everyone on the set. 
was was screaming. Everybody was yeah. angry. Like, yeah. what they, is all, they all loved it. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. It's the Everyone perfect heist it. movie. Perfect. What is it that you don't like about? Don't you don't don't even. Please. Even if you don't think it's perfect, not liking it is the other end of the spectrum. There's a look. Okay. He's angry about heat. <laughs> I would like to know. As long, we haven't covered this. Hasn't been covered on the show before. I right? did not prepare these statements. No, I don't like it though because I like him and. It, there's I've already a, had there's, enough unrest on the program a lot, there's already. There's a lot of good stuff in Heat, okay? There's a lot of good stuff in then Heat. Then why don't you like it? Uh, you know, there's parts of it that I, I, my brain can't comprehend what's going on. I'm looking at the shots. I'm like, where the hell are we? What is happening here? They're in Los Angeles. They're robbing a bank. Uh, how, about, how about collateral? Like, who's getting shot here and who's doing this and who's... Danny Trejo's getting running? shot. All right. Well, you have all the answers. I, I think also... Um, <laughs> about Heat, I do. I he do doesn't like arguments answers. about the ownership of television I, sets. I, I, yeah, that's yeah. really... Right, you know, that it really I, I is upsetting. Like, there are other movies where man does that, like Black Hat with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Thor plays a hacker. I couldn't tell you one thing that happens in that movie, but I watched it and I liked it. Like I was just like, man, I like Filmmaking this. Filmmaking-wise, cool. I'm not. I'm just not a fan of motion blur and uh, Michael Mann. Whether it's the digital cam, this is incredible, incredible radio. I'm sure you love. All, you I, this is the Fortress Film Society, right. indeed. One third uh, of the audience. Oh, so is the, d- the digital look. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah it, I get that. Because you can do digital and still have it look right. I mean, we we would know, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah. um, but I, I think he just does. He does a lot of motion blur, and I, I'm just not a fan of motion blur. It looks so far from. Oh Jesus! I'm going to sound like a, t- a total prick. It Say sounds it. so far from film. <laughs> what what we want sure. is what about lens flare? Do you like lens flare? Look, I do like lens flare. Wow. It can be used. It can be used in the right way in certain movies and certain genres and blah 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 blah. What blah. about think- star wipes? <laughs> I do like Star Wipes. They can be anything could yeah. be used in the right way. What are other tropes? I, ca- I carry Star Wipes with me now because like toilet paper. Right? Right, uh, Those Steven, are Starfish Wipes. You said four point five. Four five. Yeah. For you. Four five. How do you think it's do people like uh, the dude's Irish, right? No, yeah. he's he's uh, English. Oh, he is English. He's English. Yeah. 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 Was he really? Is that I an insult? So yeah. Um, so like no. cultural appropriation. Why is he doing so much? Uh, well, yeah, Bru- in Bruges is not Irish. It's yeah, it's, it's, he just, it's yeah, a, I think he just touched lucky with those two well, it's two Irish guys, It's Belgium, right? right? Mm-hmm. In Bru- yeah. Bruges in Belgium. Thank yeah, you. it is in Belgium. Hmm. Thank you. Hmm. Makes me want to fucking go there and jump off that fucking clock tower. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't have to go that far to jump off a clock tower. Come on. Jimmy, did you see? Well, I'm not going to do it in, in the fucking Reston Town Center. That's, you know how depressing that would be? We, we <laughs> I have, can see that from my window. We have no, we have no history here. Um, we have the Alamo. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, did you see in Bruges? I did. Uh, in Bruges, I watched it a long time ago. I only watched it once. Did you watch this movie? I did watch this What'd movie. What did you think? I, I liked it. Even my wife, when I was chuckling at the beginning of the- You f- watched it with your wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Was that a bad idea? No, I, oh, I just, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know what you guys watch. It sounds like you guys watch pretty light movies whenever you watch them. We do, and I had to turn the captions on because I got too hung I didn't up same on, thing. on yeah, figuring yeah, out too. what they were saying. They all sound like him. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. A dr- junker version of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and a bite in ours time. Yeah, it's about six Budweiser. They all sound like Steven is what it goes. It was beautiful. I don't really have any notions of leaving the country, but I would like to see an area like that. And it, it, it probably really, not to leave the country. Well, yeah, yeah. And it, it really did. I wasn't prepared for the depression at the end. I think that's the only thing that kind of threw. That's me. how well, I feel after every podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before, yeah. and during. I didn't expect the donkey to upset me so badly. Like I really yeah, was he's fighting a sweet donkey. <laughs> Wait, wait till we get the dogs in equilibrium. Jesus. Oh, then. that's going to be. Yeah. We talk about that later. You're going to love equilibrium, Jimmy. Don't worry about it. You're going to feel good about it by the end. I think what really set you up for feeling sad that the donkey had passed was that one scene where he's walking down the road and the donkey's behind him and then yeah. he does that little trot. Yeah. And he invites, and he invites <laughs> and like, him to the pub. Aww. And it's like, yeah. And that's when you're kind of like, 
Oh, that's that's so sweet. The second it's I the knew that punch. that fucking donkey was dead is when he was sitting in the house and he goes, I'm not sending donkey out while I'm feeling low. And I was yeah. like, that's the truest thing anyone's ever said. And this <laughs> motherfucker's going to kill this donkey right in front of us. Uh, which he did. Uh, it's a really, really good movie. I think. I, I hope it. I hope it wins stuff. I mean, hopefully. Hey, who knows? I, I know you're wrapping up, but on well, the we cl- got a whole. No- we had two other more, more movies to do. <laughs> on the cliffs. Oh. Was the uh, person out of focus be behind past him? Was that uh, That's the, the banshee, banshee. Yeah, or was that the, the guy jump about to jump off because he's looking at the woman? Look at this oh, movie shit. making son of a yeah. bitch. Which one was it? Because they left it. They left it intentionally vague, Is right? That like, he yeah. killed it was after we had the big reveal where the banshees don't get involved. They're just watching what's happening. That's why I think it was that nasty old broad. Although I guess she at the end she say uh, took the cop down to see. Uh, his son's body, so she he saved uh, Colin Farrell. But they're in in Irish folklore with banshees. That's when they can appear to show like moments of distress like that. So it wouldn't be uncommon for her to because yeah. she doesn't say anything. She just points Dude, in the direction. That, but by the way, why isn't that woman nominated when she's just smoking with the hood up, like smiling as oh. they walk by? I'm like Jesus. <laughs> I'm Christ. I'm really glad that this is on HBO now because I I think I'm gonna go home and watch it again, man. Like you I gotta I, go I definitely I'm gonna revisit see this. a professional therapist. <laughs> and as soon as I you can't possibly wait I like to feel studying. so shitty all I over. I like again. studying this kind of stuff. I'm interested Dylan Dylan's point. I wanna go back go there and, home see and watch Third Rock from the Sun. That's what you need. You need to go home and watch a whole season oh. of Third Rock from the Sun. That's I got something else for you then. I think uh, the Banshee was also represented death because at the end she has that tall stick with the hook, which okay. could be like a scythe. Like a scythe. Yeah, I think it was more to show that to... poor shithead was dead that was playing with it. Earlier. Well, she did she show up and up... straight up say two people are going to die. Yeah. yeah. So. She pulled yeah. up that chair because that's how he got out of the house. And so she was taking the like death had said, you are the one who's supposed to die, but you've done something. So I'll what take What do you mean that's seat. how he got out of the house? What are you talking about? I messed um, the story. You know, I'd have to watch it again if that you think chair he broke that the window with in, that with the bench, yeah, the little bench I think that was so, out. That she she sat huh. in. There's no other See, reason. There's another great. chair there. Why is she sitting in that chair? Why does she need to put that one up? This is great, man. My Exhausting. wife thinks we're gonna watch Seinfeld when I get home. This is gonna <laughs> make her night. I can't also, wait. I could it's be not completely too late full to of crap. Out. So yeah. we'll see. She's probably just watching that wedding video over and over, just chanting "Why? Why? Why?" Googling how long before annulments are not available. <laughs> Will I still be Catholic if I kill him? All right. Let's, oh, um, man. Speaking of Catholicism, I'd love to get a look at those Stations of the Cross in that church. They were really cool looking on yeah. the walls there. You only got a glimpse of them, but they looked like they were amazing. And that, Well, that's that's where all the money, the Catholic Church, went. Like, there were massive amounts of poverty all over Ireland, but the churches were always propped up. So when you'd go in there, that's a, this... Um, touch of god you feel that you the had spectacle. you know yeah and obviously the massive amount of catholic guilt that you felt in the confession box indeed um ain't thankful. nobody forcing you in there Stephen. yeah no i haven't <laughs> haven't been back in one in a long time and I, and, I, and I have a lot to say if i ever need to go back <laughs> uh why don't we do this before we take a piss break uh daddy why don't you uh, remind everybody because this is technically a special our christmas special what is, very christmasy <laughs> so far by the way happy um, holidays what is the the selection for the next uh, fortress film society upon our return we will be watching maniac cop from 1988 <laughs> that's a bit of a switch up <laughs> tom atkins and bruce campbell Directed by William Lustig. Does Tom um, Atkins drink a six-pack of Strohs on his way to fuck some chick in a Silver Shamrock? If it does, it'll be the best holiday film ever there, made. There is a lot of alcohol in it for him, though. Okay. Oh, you so, already watched it? I did. Oh, man. I thought we were, right, we were going to talk about it on this episode, so I oh, made really? sure to get it in. No. And then I was like, all right, cool. I like the fact that we've moved on. But Uh-oh. yes. 
Uh-oh, Adam McNair's not getting enough attention. There, there are there are at least at least three scenes with him in a bar, I believe. I can't so, yeah. wait. That must be in his writer before you hire him. I, I got to be pissed drunk in every scene, or at least I got to be looking like it. Uh, available still on Tubi TV. Nice. Now, uh, Stephen, you were asking me, did I uh, relate to either side of the uh, the two characters? Yeah. The one I relate to most is that I am Colin Farrell and Adam McNair is Brandon Gleason, where I'm <laughs> constantly firing out invites to shit, and he's just smoking a cigarette in his house, enjoying his life, and kicking over beer cans while we're doing a podcast. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Uh, let's pause ever so briefly. We'll all go uh, relieve ourselves, take a piss break, and then we'll come back and talk about Maybe the best Christmas movie of all time, and maybe the worst Christmas movie of all time. It is the Fortress Film Society. Bathroom breaks kick ass. Everybody, the holiday season is upon us, and my bookie is in the giving spirit with 12 straight days of giveaways. From boosted odds to casino chips to straight up locks, my bookie's 12 days of giveaways is a can't miss promotion. Starting December 21st and ending on January 1st, you can bring in the new year right with giveaways that can help you fill your stocking with cash this season. Sign up at my bookie, use promo code Dukes, that's D U K E S, on your first deposit to redeem a bonus of up to $200. Again, that's promo code Dukes to claim a brand new deposit bonus designed for betters looking to cash in and cash out quick. Experience sports in a whole new light and make this season a winning one. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. Oh, you really didn't bring us back. Which I'm going to bring up. What are you going to bring up? That I watched Equilibrium and Kingdom of Heaven. Again, not too terrible, but on the last on the last. We're not we're not talking about that tonight. Well, I know that now. On the on the on the last fortress on the last fortresses, you guys did talk. You were going to talk about Equilibrium and Kingdom. Yeah, that's for Dottie's episode. Yeah, the next official Fortress Film Society. Yeah. Not the holiday special. Exactly. Well, I, I was thrown did, for did a bit. Did you not of a, fucking yeah. like those movies? Well, of course I did. Oh, okay. Of course right. I did. Spe- and again, speaking of Brendan Gleeson in Kingdom of Heaven. And yeah. Again, and then- what a dickhead he is in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Renaud de Chatillon. I could listen to that all fucking day. He kills so many Muslims. And then they fucking come after his ass. And then he's like, I'm fine. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm friends with the king. And then, yeah. Real quick, if we are watching that for the next show as well. 
got to go director's cut for those listening at home or if we're preparing. Kingdom of Heaven? Yeah, director's well, cut. Well, as long there's some, as there's some, balls. It is, I know, and it's going to be longer, but there is some really cool shit left out of that movie, and uh, the director's cut really, 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 really worth it. How many times do we have to go over length? There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. All right? That's, I actually watched the director's cut. Yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. It's really oddly sh- shot. Like the light, it's almost like the lighting's different than the. Yeah, probably yeah. they didn't finish like what they wanted. It's a good movie. All right, that's not what we're talking about. We're mm-hmm. talking about other <laughs> epic movies. Um, what Equilibrium's not a Christmas movie. And it's well, it'd be better. It feels more of a Christmas movie than what we just watched. Um, more than Spirited from 2022, directed by Sean <laughs> Anders. Can I ask you what Sean Anders is? That my is that uh, Tor? <laughs> Did Tor direct uh, Spirited? Uh, I don't believe so. Just based on what Tor, I know, Tor I feel like he'd have told us. Tor could have done a better job. Who? Who? Tor's seen a movie. There are too many streaming services because yes. agreed. The money that was thrown at this fucking project <laughs> is. It's unfathomable. Like how many people got together and said, "Yeah, let's do this." Um. Now, do you guys watch things where Dotson doesn't, this doesn't apply to, but the rest of us are getting to of a certain age um, where you're like, this ain't for me. Like, this is made for people younger than me that grew up in a different time period that have different sensibilities and different senses of humor. Um, and that happens to me quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I try to just process it. I don't know who this is. Is this movie for kids? Like, who is this movie for? It's for dumb people. Is it for theater people? Because it's for, it's for people who are fans of musicals, I would say. But how many fucking people yeah, are fans people. of musicals? Dumb More people. than we might think. Is I South Pacific say. like raging right now? Like, is everybody into Bye Bye Birdie? Like, what, what are we talking about? Which musicals are killing uh, right uh, now? This is for the Lin-Manuel people. Okay, so the, it's a the, Hamilton the, yeah, the, bit. The, the musical, musical people now are not the musical people of 20 years ago. I think I think well, Hamilton fucking changed everything. What about Moulin and, Rouge? That that was that was before that. Everyone said the uh, musical was back again, after I, that. I don't I don't think I think that is a different era. I think that the Lin Manuel, you know, Assance, whatever you want to call it, that Assance? that 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 created a new breed of of musical or like like big selling you know musical on TV or, or in movies or whatever. Because now I mean now if his name is attached to something, people will just go see it. I is don't his know. name attached to Spirited? No, but this is of I think of the same vein. I think that this could totally be put off as a Lin Manuel Miranda movie. Are we talking about the guy from Hamilton? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm saying that people dumb talk people about like Hamilton. People talk about Hamilton like it's scripture. I cannot imagine yeah. this is anything like that other than they sing. I think it's catered to the same group. La La Land. Is that another? La La Land's oh, pretty yeah. good, actually. I mean, I've never seen it, but it's in that same kind of people who want a an almost opera where the entire story is told in music as opposed to having songs here and there throughout a movie. Were it possible? La La Land's not a comedy, though. This it, is like this is, a comedy? this is supposed to be a comedy. Anyone that tap danced, I would... Take their legs at the knees. I would just they would well, come, they would come I mean, clean off. So, so that sounds like it might be a knock in against this movie before even going into I it. I didn't know it was a fucking musical. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was a funny comedy, Blades of Glory, Will Ferrell, gotcha. Ryan Reynolds movie. Two funny guys. Yeah, I remember when it first was announced that the trailer had musical numbers in it, and that's even in the description. I think on. On the on on Apple TV, I'd like, see that. Hey, please, hey, check it out. We even if you just watch the trailer, we'll be happy. There's like shtick in the in the description. Uh, it's it's very, oh. yeah. Oh, he wrote hot, hot tub time machine. 
Of course he did. <laughs> he did. The jester's all in. I loved it. Dumb and Dumber 2. I don't I know how to give movie. this fucking movie a grade because there was so much singing and dancing. Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home 2, Instant Family. What Why was this movie two and a half hours long? We all hate long movies, right, Dylan? No. <laughs> <laughs> for the last time, two and a half hours is the perfect amount. I don't Not hate for this long fucking movies thing. What? I said I don't hate long movies either. It's all about pacing. Did you like this Thank long you, movie? No. You fuck. This is the worst. Can, can I say? This is the worst thing that I've ever had to watch for this show. This is worse than... No, uh, it's not worse than Blue, blue collar. collar. Yeah, Blue Collar. Blue Collar is depressing as shit on Paul top of it. Paul Schrader's Blue Collar. Wait, what? Everyone's that fucking angry about it. I don't know have what you, he's talking about. I abstain. Okay. I have no idea what Dawson's talking about. That's why he was throwing out a secret Santa. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> you heard the episode. I made my case. <laughs> this movie. How can this be worse than... What? What is the matter with you? Will Ferrell. That movie has Harvey Keitel. It's a terrible movie. You like movie. him. No, I don't like him. I hate him. <laughs> Have you ever watched Mean Streets? Yeah, it's a great movie. It isn't. It sucks. Mean Streets blows. And people like you try to make it good, fellas. I fucking hate Dotson. I knew he liked fucking Mean Streets. Go watch it. It's on HBO Max. It's a pile of shit. Well, I'm glad I crossed that off my potential. Uh, they fuck up De Niro list. and Keitel in their 20s in this movie. How could you do it? It shouldn't be possible. Worst bar brawl ever in this movie. The most embarrassing fight scene I've ever seen. Did they it's break, awesome. Did they break out in song at any point then? I wish. <laughs> this movie is so fucking insufferable. You still talking about Mean Streets? <laughs> how? How? It. It, how can you even have the Christmas Carol mechanism? If Ryan Reynolds can outwit all the ghosts and jump into the fucking terminal where the ghosts are operating But that's because that's the twist, Chad. That's the oh. twist. Oh, there's a twist on this one. And it's like it's, it's trying to be self-referential and it's trying to be meta and it's just a so that's, fucking... So that is Ryan Reynolds' fault. Uh, we have so many movies like are, are, are like that now because of Ryan Reynolds. And Deadpool. The, 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 the Deadpool. So I, I honestly think I don't have a ton... <laughs> of beef with the first Deadpool movie, but I think we'd be better off if that movie was never made because of everything, I that, has, time. everything that has come after it that has uh, imitated it and also what it has kind of done for Ryan Reynolds. We'd be better off if that movie never fucking existed. I get it, like, the R-rated superhero thing. Like, Logan arguably wouldn't have been made if it weren't for Deadpool. I'm fine I with think, that. I think I'm okay. I'm okay because, like, Blade's not going to be rated R. Also, Blade may not happen at all now. I'm happy about like, that. We would be better off if that movie didn't exist because we wouldn't have all of these, yeah, like you said, meta, you know, do you get it? Looking at the well, camera, the isn't this camera. great, guys? I didn't watch a fucking episode of She-Hulk, but didn't they try that bit to get She-Hulk over where fucking she's like... I know. Well, but I mean, everyone told me that. Rough. You it's watched it? I did. When are you going to get over this shit, man? When are you going to realize that the stuff that you grew up loving is not what we're getting peddled yeah, right movies. now? Yeah, movies. No, he loves Marvel, and he apologizes yeah. for things like Thor Ragnarok, and it's embarrassing. Thor Ragnarok is, is a solid movie. Oh, my God. It's, it's so embarrassing element. you just it's, said that. It's just, well, it is a fifth element. It's no, it's a solid movie. movie, and Heat is terrible. <laughs> Do you want anyone to see our movie? Do you Good want night, anyone everybody. to come see it? It's two Don't say these things to the media. Happy New Year. Hi there. I'm Dylan Narang. I hate heat and Thor Ragnarok. Is, there's no difference between that and Laverne and Shirley. The that, first is, that is going to go on the poster. Fucking terrible. <laughs>
Um, did you like when, when Russell Crowe was wearing the skirt and jumping around? Was no, that no, a hilarious Ragnarok, Ragnarok. 40 fucking... What, what was the last one that came out? Love that, and that, Thunder. That was terrible. Ugh. Oh, are we talking... Uh, Ragnarok led to Love and Thunder. Hold on. If you're going to get upset about something, you got to get upset about the right movie. Well, I'm upset about all of those movies, so I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've made my point. Why limit okay, yourself? Fair enough. Um, Spirited is so bad, and um, I don't even know how to criticize it, though, because... It's not a movie. It is a collection of bad songs kind of cobbled together around the Christmas Carol, which I don't know. I feel like people have been redoing that for our entire life and making oh, yeah. some pretty good movies. Like the Muppet Christmas Carol is a five. Scrooge is a five. There's there's people that do this and do a good job. There's like, been TV episodes of sitcoms that have done the Christmas Carol bit, yeah. and they've been knocked out of the, the park as well. The people making this movie are not clever enough to shit on that concept and try to elevate it, in my opinion, which it seems like what they were doing during I, it. I feel like if it weren't a musical, right, it would have been elevated a lot more. I mean, I think I, I, I yeah, think it was I, a comedy with, with those two yeah. and those roles. Even if all of the the complaints about like the twist and having the snarky Ryan Reynolds being able to outwit the ghosts and having everything be done, you know, by this machinery that does the the Scrooge thing every Christmas since you know time immemorial. I think if you take out the musical numbers, I think it's a stronger movie. I it's is it a good movie? I don't think I'd go that far, but I think. If you are in the mood to forgive Christmas schlock, I am. Then I think without the song and dance numbers, I think you'd be in a better mood to forgive the Christmas Cause, schlock. Cause then it's angle. cabin in the woods, super light. Yeah, right. I mean, but, here's the thing: is is Jingle All the Way a good movie? No, but I wouldn't. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, do we do we watch Jingle All the Way on yeah, purpose yeah, because it's on. of its cachet sure. at this point? But if it wasn't Christmas related, you wouldn't watch that. Exactly. If that was about a kid's birthday party. Exactly. That's where I think the 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 sheen of christmas on top of it gives this and well it gives some movies a little bit more leeway as far as forgiveness is concerned on the quality aspect of it i think the plot and execution of this movie without the songs or maybe even with the songs is just this could be an episode of family guy this could be brian and stewie doing exactly what ryan reynolds is doing in this movie in 22 minutes on fox after a football game it's so fucking long that's the other thing. Without the music, it's probably a tight 90, maybe 100 minutes, as opposed to two hours and seven minutes where you're going, okay, wait, which plot is being resolved now? I also feel like, and I, I feel stupid even breaking this thing down, decide who it's about. Is it about Will Ferrell coming back to Earth and becoming a human and starting a family, or is it about Ryan Reynolds' redemption and him becoming the guy that runs the ghost particles, the RIPD, whatever the fuck that it is. Because then it's then it's 90 minutes also if you're not trying to do both of those things at the same time. Someone just clap for RIPD. No, there's an RIPD. People think I'm funny, Dawson. You've never laughed at anything that I've done, but other people have. I know that's difficult for you to believe. You know there's an RIPD too that it's available now? Get the fuck out of here. I scroll past with, it with all Jeff the time. Bridges? No, okay. no, no. With no. Phoebe Bridges. Maybe a better movie. I don't know. Michael I didn't Bridges. see the first one. Couldn't be worse. Uh, Dylan, did you watch this movie? I did not. I did not, Chad. <laughs> I thought I, I, t I texted I you not. specifically that you had to watch Spirited. Yeah, uh, I thought. Did you decline or was it just an oversight? No, no, no. Uh, it was not an oversight. I looked at it and I was like, where can I watch this damn thing? Apple and I TV? saw Apple TV and the theater. And it's the theater. in the theater? I believe so. Oh, so I saw, I saw Showtime and I was like, I got a six month old. I'm not going to a movie. Yeah, but you have, you have an Apple TV. I do not. Cinemark has it, looks like. <sighs> so that's what I saw, and I was like, that is not for me. 
So I would still like to talk about it as uh, as douchey as that is. <laughs> so. how, what do you what do you have to offer? Um, how helpful is it? I think uh, when was the last time we remember Ryan Reynolds making a good movie? Same one. Van Wilder. All right, so you're saying like 25 years ago. That's a good movie. Right, what about Will Ferrell? Oh God! Hold on, Anchorman. Hold on. That's like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah, like there's been a funny Will Ferrell movie. The other guys, with Mark I, Wahlberg, I feel like there has like, to. I think, I think the other and guys. And I, I would give. I would, look. I'd be lucky. We'd be lucky to work with them on top of Wing. Of too. course. But um, it'd be amazing. I think, I think, and Will Ferrell does some experimental stuff, which is interesting. This is an experimental, like, like now, that Spanish <laughs> movie that he did. It, it's interesting. Casa de mi padre. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I mean, but but dude, let's be honest. This is not experimental. This is I want. I need to repave my drive. Cash. No, yeah. Grab. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, absolutely. This is Christmas where, cash in one hundred percent. And that's where I was going. Like these guys make movies. For some reason, they are very bankable. Very, very bankable. Well, I, well, and that's Ryan why Reynolds you cast is, them. You're you're lucky to get them in your movie because everyone and their mother goes to see it. That, and that's it. That, but is that not? <clears throat> It's like The Rock. The, we don't see the movies, but they make fucking money. Like those those horrible Netflix movies are all do well for Netflix. They keep cranking them that's out. That's what they say. Well, Daddy's but Home what, what was successful enough know. to make How a Daddy's you... Home too. I don't even know what that is. Those are, that's the Will bet, Ferrell and I, Mark Wahlberg everyone, stepfather. Like, I bet you Jim's yeah. seen it. Jim, you seen Daddy's Home? I own both of them. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> God. Yes. <laughs> fucking damn it. Dude. Also written by, uh, by our pal Sean Anders. <laughs> God fucking. Holy <laughs> Do you remember Sean Anders? I gave him a big woolly and he puked all over himself here on the holiday hoot, Um My mind stopped. I think I, I think we are dismissive of charisma. Um, I think when you say, did he make a good movie? I, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate the fact that, that there's people out there that working and getting people to come and watch or download or whatever, that, that, that is worth something. Mm-hmm. Dude, every... Uh, by all accounts, they're good people. They're 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 good to work with. They're friendly to everyone. They try to get people jobs. Oh, there's all these things that we can say. You don't think Ryan Reynolds is talented? I think he has talent. Is I think he, he has talent. Is he in that Vince Vaughn category where he's always playing Ryan Reynolds? I, I like I like wow. Vince Vaughn. 100%. I like Vince Vaughn comedies way more. But there was a long stretch where Vince Vaughn was basically just being Vince Vaughn in everything that he was in. No, yeah, I think and, it goes to have you ever seen uh, Ryan Reynolds not be Ryan Reynolds in a movie? I, that's what you're. I know that's yeah. what you're saying. Like but it's, yeah, it's no. when he's on screen, Deadpool you know what Ryan you're getting. Reynolds. Deadpool is Van Wilder in the Deadpool suit, right? Yeah, Free Guy is pretty really. really oh, awful. That's one of the worst. That's a real bad movie. Um, yeah. But okay, mm. Let's, I'm not. I'm not knocking them as people. I, I think Dylan's totally right. Oh, but I can wait. hate every movie that they. I think there's right? a lot of marketability. There's a brainstorm. With, there's a kids Ryan Reynolds alien movie that isn't terrible. Yeah, it's, it was up. What the Netflix. fuck is that movie called? Yeah, the on one Netflix. where he's like a fighter all, pilot or something. He's an alien, and he goes back and he finds his yeah. old, his kid self, and they yeah, go on a yeah. spaceship and they fly around. Yeah. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. I saw it. I saw it. It's that's fine. a movie. It's yeah, that's a movie. Hang on, it's not bad. The Adam, Adam Project. The what? That's the it. Adam Project. That's it. Look, he's, you watch this. This is it's such like a ridiculous thing to be talking about when you guys want to talk about this wonderful movie called Spirited. It's terrible. It's um the marketability of someone like Ryan Reynolds is is massive because of who he so because of who he is because of the shtick that he does and because he's a known he's quantity nice. and, and yeah and people see now uh, you're hating no 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 you know what you're doing shitty you're... thing to say what? my wife loves his wife loves her like anything that she well, does the hottest woman on the planet that your <laughs> wife likes her wow get in the line what's her name again Blake Tinsley uh, some light, some light. whatever dude <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Most like, attractive person walking the earth. I like no, her no, too. No, but there's something else. It's beyond being attractive because I think women could 
Oh, I'm saying stuff here I shouldn't we go. be saying. Dunga get himself canceled. Yeah, no. There's 15 people watching this show. Chad, did you see her in that shark movie? Uh, yeah, uh, she's very, very attractive. That was a very bad movie. Um, look, she's he, just likable to people. No, here, here's where hating ass movie guy, the, the two of them here are, are describing this. Is if you talk to a fucking weightlifter about food, you're not even going to be speaking the same language. They're going to be like, well, why the fuck would anyone eat Doritos when 90% of the American public eats Doritos? And that's what you're talking about with Ryan Reynolds. He's Doritos, and everybody loves Doritos. And you're like, Ugh, protein no, I, supplement, way, way. That, that's what I said. I agree. I said if we can get him in Top of Wingo too, it's gonna we're gonna make four hundred million dollars. That's self-serving, though. That's very self-serving. But that's all. That's By the way, is. Is, is Top of Wingo two the uh, fucking re revenge of the shitheads? Is that been greenlit yet? Because I haven't gotten my script. <laughs> I think I think it would be the the Tarwater. The Tarwaters are renowned shitheads, but they they have a story to tell. It's the it Tarwater prequel series yeah. that's going to be coming out in a couple of years. HBO that's, Max. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's the way to do it. Nelson's got a fucking he's got a whole sonnet inside of him, and I just can't Has, wait to fucking let it out. <laughs> this is so self-serving. Has anyone seen any clips from the movie? Anymore? Yeah, I showed it on the down low, but I didn't know what I. Could. I mean, guys, Chad was really good in it. Thank you. He's Don't really, say that really to Dotson. Good. He doesn't like to hear this type of things. <laughs> You'll you like his wardrobe. True. His wardrobe is like... I'm a decent actor with a fantastic wardrobe and a wonderful actor. Fantastic a wardrobe. Dylan, you may have saved yourself there you, because you were basically Colin Farrell there for a second. This man's <laughs> Brendan Gleeson. I think I think, it, I think he's very close to going here. Oh, yeah. I just don't want to talk to you anymore. His fucking fingers come right off. Oh. Uh, this movie's a zero out of five. Um, I'm embarrassed for everyone that made it. And here, here's what's crazy about it, Dylan, what you're saying. If he's just Doritos... The money and the choreography. How many dancers were in this mm -hmm. movie? These were original I songs. I was wondering about that. They weren't singing traditionals. Yeah, I was wondering about that at many points. Like, how? what was the budget Dude. for this? The sets were incredible. Also, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds are dancing. They're singing. Yeah. They're like transit. Like, they clearly put a lot of effort into this fucking thing. It's safe to assume that this wasn't made for... Apple Plus. They made it. They shopped it around, and Apple Plus bought it. Just like what happened with uh, Glass Onion, like that. Probably. Well, that was at the theater for one week, for what I. Well, well there was because, a bidding that's because war. Netflix bought it. Yeah. Because right. I'm, I'm sure Ryan Johnson had every intention of that coming out in theaters, but Netflix yeah. was the highest bidder for whatever reason. So that's where it went. That's probably what happened with this movie. Mm -hmm. I, I bet you. But what does that mean? Why is that? A, that's that's no longer a pejorative. To I just think I think that, no, but like not. I think that they were justifying the money put into it because maybe they thought that. Maybe they thought Fox was going to buy it and it was going to be in every theater in Bro, America so instead of. We live know, in a world where they made a hundred million dollar Batgirl movie and just said "fuck it." Yeah. That's the world we live well, in. Well, yeah, that is a an odd anomaly as well, though. The whole well, discovery is Time that going to happen with thing. the Flash? It's it's very likely. I mean, I mean they, they every, can take they can take a tax right. It's a whole bunch of boring stuff. Yeah. They're taking a no, tax. No, I understand. Right yeah, which is why they did all of that stuff, and they're going to continue. You can say that, but that doesn't normalize it. It's no, never no, no, fucking no. happened. And before. that's the no, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the weird anomaly. The whole Zaslav right. CEO wild card is. It's a way to throw insane. out everything that DC has done, and to say we're going to do something else too. I understand, but Scorsese and De Niro made a four-hour mob movie, and it came out on Netflix. Yeah. So we have to stop looking at mm. it's on Apple Plus means. It's less than anything right. in the theater. No, 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 I'm totally. not dismissing it because of that. I'm saying okay. that I think this was made where it could be. I, yeah, I think it is one in the same now where we're spending all of this money on a movie regardless of we don't care where it's going to come out because we think that we're going to make profit either way. It is once like one in the same. You talk about I can't believe all the money that got put into this because I think it, it is the same as if it came out at, you know, at the Alamo. Here, down the street. Here's what I think this movie is for. Go your muffs. I think it's for house frows and fat women because there isn't one attractive woman in this movie and they make a thousand Ryan Reynolds' hot jokes. It's nonstop Ryan Reynolds smell his hair, 
we're having unattractive women having sex with him. We all have a shot. And that's like when you're watching King of Queens, what is that? That's for dudes like, I can get a hot chick. I'm just like Kevin James working for UPS. Like it's fantasy booking. I think who that's that's who that thing is for. So, Jim, how much did your wife like this movie? <laughs> I, I don't know that she watched it. Did you watch it? I, I tried. I haven't finished it yet. Great. I fell asleep three times. You don't so. have to. Yeah, what, 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 what was it, noon at work? <laughs> Were you driving back from Nashville? Were you sleep apnea machine on? I really think the last good Ryan Reynolds movie was... Waiting, probably waiting. Waiting's great. Yeah, waiting. Like the waiting's, Hitman's bodyguard. Waiting's 2005. Uh, then we have Just Friends, Smoking Aces, The Nine. Smoking Aces should have been good. Adventureland, yeah, X-Men Origins, The Proposal, Buried. I think he's in a coffin in that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Green Lantern. Is he in the phone booth? Who's in the phone booth? That's Colin Farrell. That's, Farrell. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yes, because we, Colin Farrell makes good movies. But that wasn't Ryan Reynolds? No. All right. No, but Colin Farrell also makes... Some bad. He yeah, does. but he's got a better track record I, yeah, than I think Ryan Colin Reynolds. Farrell, yeah, by yeah, look, large. And I think Colin Farrell tries harder. Dead, I don't think there's anything wrong guys, with Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds is a trying, fucking but, yeah. monster. Deadpool is yeah. one of the biggest franchises now, and that is a comic book it changed character. Blockbusters. That is a comic book character that it, it seemed like it was really popular, but it was really popular with nerds. It wasn't mainstream, and now it's as mainstream mm-hmm. as Iron Man or Superman or anybody else. And that's because Ryan Reynolds is that fucking guy. And he was so passionate about it, yeah. too. Like he I mean, did That's all, a yeah. huge deal. The viral marketing that was put into it, the amount of effort that he put into getting that character over yeah. with the mainstream audience was huge. And that, that benefited the movie as well. But it also, like you said, it did lead to the whole... the incredible ubiquitousness of the side eye to the audience yeah uh, kind of well, aspect of a lot of these things i don't have beef with this guy the way i have beef with snyder like i think it, like it, what you mentioned Damn. at the top of the show i watch it and i go <laughs> that's me that's me yeah. not, yeah, not right, right. Well, doesn't care this is the this yeah. is the we hate snyder podcast <laughs> it really is uh not, I, I just not think, snyder's of hanover we love <laughs> him. Oh, yes we absolutely love all snack companies in hanover <laughs> please by all means love us back but at this point in the game i'm inclined to see ryan reynolds on a poster and think well this prop this is not going to be for me there's no way this can be for me because i have a pretty good idea of what this is going see, to be like it's interesting Dawson, because i will i will still say i like ryan reynolds and Love. i like will ferrell like if they do something i'm going to be like i'm going to take a second look and say what is it that they're doing so they have that like regardless if it ends up being whatever this was or, or something else like i'm always going to take an extra like an extra second to look at what they're doing and that that means something and it's not just because um you know they're supposed to be good people and all that, but it's not because of that. It's because there's something about them. It's the charisma that Chad's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like it speaks is, to you, and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm interested. It yeah. is very difficult to keep a squeaky clean image in 2022, and they both seem to have been able to do that. I mean, that's a very, very tough thing to do. Yeah. I mean, after I watched this, I was upset enough that I, I was like, <laughs> let me find something that I like from one of these guys. And I probably hadn't seen Anchorman in 15 years, but I threw it in, and I had a really good time with it, and I felt it felt good to be able you to go seen the back to one? No, I never did. I right. heard it was pretty tough. Here, here's what I can tell you. I'm, I'm the type of person where the Blue Oyster Cult, Cock of the Walk fucking sketch. Right. That's enough to make me love Will Ferrell my whole life. Like, I don't need him You've to built be, that capital. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have to be John Belushi or Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray. 15 things that I love. Um, and I I don't know. I don't, I don't need Will Ferrell movies to change my life. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting when you, you think of him as like, well, that's an A-list comedy guy right there. It's like. Well, is he like who's been in funnier movies lately than he? Comedy's in a real tough spot though. It is right now, don't you think? Like with bridesmaids and like it's just gotten weird and gross and over the top. And I think The Hangover had a lot to do with that. Uh, maybe maybe the way to say it is they um they've gotten 
very specific on who they're targeting and it might not be us anymore right right like with whatever comedies like the the ones you're talking about that's not for us it's bro dog comedy for the most part i mean there's other ones that are and i will say like for someone like will ferrell with comedy with what you're talking about if you do hit a couple times we'll always remember it there's people that i'm sure in this room that love uh um, uh, Billy Madison or or Happy Gilmore, and they're just going to continue loving it, regardless right. of if he makes some of the Netflix movies that he's been making. If you say don't say one bad word about Hubie Halloween. <laughs> I like Hubie. <laughs> I like smash him. I right feel like there. I feel like the ending could have been a little sharper, but well, I mean, we've talked about it on the show. Halloween the movies, there aren't enough Halloween. It, there's movies. none. Other than, yeah, they're, they're all horror movies. Yeah, that's why this the sequel will be Halloween based. Yeah, I mean, comedy is the most subjective. It's the tough. I think it's why we've kind of vowed that we're never going to pick comedies on the show because. It is, I think, the most subjective out of all of them. Also, it. Just one of the most one difficult. person laughs yeah. at versus the other, and the most disrespected, I would say. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! So yeah. hard, That's overlooked tough. award season wise. It's yeah. always been a challenge. Like horror is horror. I realize you can do slasher. You can do. There's a lot of different things you can mm-hmm. do, but it's, it's horror comedy. Fucking Christ, it's like music. It's so goddamn subjective. Yeah. It's very much splintered because yeah. because there's just so many different types of sense of humor. I mean, uh, the fact that the movie we spent over an hour talking about at the top of this show is. In many respects, a comedy, if you're looking at it the right way. If you're in the mindset where that is the kind of humor that, that touches that part of your brain, you look at that and go, yeah, that movie's funny as hell. Right. There's a, but if somebody else could watch it and just be like, oh my God, this is, oh, this is, this is horrible. There's not a laugh to be found in here if you don't have that chip. We and were, everybody's got different comedy chips. We were laughing with our teeth out at the menu in the movie theater and there were so many old, old biddies behind us that were just stone faced like Corey Reed and Monk in this audience <laughs> <laughs> I had a very similar experience when I saw the menu there was the row I was in was just me and my wife and one other dude and everybody else in the theater maybe about seven people were right. just kind of Stoic. stoically watching the whole thing and this our row was cackling especially when they put up the recipes yeah of course and when it's like you know so and so's whatever the cheeseburger the thing method and of their death right and we just we just laughed our asses off at that and there were so many things that you could find if you found humor in that you could share that with somebody yeah. but like a, you put a hundred people in a room maybe ten of them are going to laugh at that the same way yeah you guys all see me, myself, and Irene? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. There's a scene where um, he's got the catheter in, and um, they go- <laughs> it's, a funny, it's a funny fucking movie, man. They go to get ice cream, <laughs> and uh, it's a, uh, I forget, what it's not Chip. What, what is the, the shithead's name in that movie where he's, the, the, his alter ego where he's an asshole? Oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> is, that, is, also, is that the Fairly Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> he wants... That he he want Jim Carrey wants Renee uh, Zellweger to hit him because they want to scam somebody. They're at a town festival. They want to scam somebody out of some money. And he goes, "Rip my head off!" And <laughs> Hank, <just>, Hank, <laughs> Charlie Bailey Gates and Hank. Thank you. <laughs> she kicks him. He goes over the fence, and as he's falling, <laughs> there's one last little shot where he comes up one more time. He goes. Like this. I I laugh. I can't even watch that unless I've got 20 minutes to fucking spare. And I remember being in the theater and that happened and I start laughing and crying and pissing and shitting. And and it was a fucking mortuary. Nobody else laughed at it whatsoever. And I I realized like, oh man, everyone's 
Nacho Libre. Me and my wife oh, were laughing with our teeth amazing. out in the movie theater, and the fu- we we might as well have been a funeral in that fucking theater. And, and it's funny because there are there are different schools of thought where people say like the only the best way to see a comedy is with a giant group of people, mm. and I sometimes disagree with that because while laughter can be contagious, right. and if somebody finds it funny, if everybody finds it funny, it's easy to go along with it. If you're the only person laughing, you start to feel a little bit weird well, and self conscious. So yeah, well maybe not to that degree. <laughs> while you're chomping on the giant yeah, cigar, yeah. but if you're a great scene. If you're at home and something makes you laugh, you can laugh your balls off, right. and then you're like, ah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's the way it's going to go, too. I don't know that we're ever going to get back to a space where it's it's giant uh, movies being released theatrically uh, wide again, like with, with what you were saying a second ago, Dotson. I don't think that uh, – well, I don't know. I haven't done the research, but I would be surprised if Apple just bought it after they made it instead of contracting with these two dudes to do it, um, like uh, what you were saying about – uh, the Brian Johnson movie, what is Glass it? Glass Onion. Yeah, they. What I read today said that uh, Netflix signed a deal with them for four hundred fifty million dollars, saying we want to make all of these. Yeah, we're, they bought the franchise. Wow. Yeah, they really? won the bidding so war for the franchise. I can't yeah. imagine. Shit. You know, that's just what they wanted to do. God that that is a step in that direction. Yeah, yeah. like with everything, with all of these services, because they're I mean, studios now. I know yeah. uh, Chad makes a big deal about going to the theater. I wish I could. I haven't gone to the. I make movies. I haven't gone to the theater. In, I, I don't remember the last time. You I make went. kids. That's why you're not going to the theater. <laughs> well, it doesn't. Well, that, some, that too. Yeah, but yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Make a like, difference. I would still like to go. And what am I going to go? How am I going to do that? How are you going to go fucking see a movie like Inception and say this is the same? Is it, it, there's? It's almost why even bother? Why? I can't. I'm not disagreeing with your argument that you should see movies in theaters. You right. should, but. They're not. They're not even making them. There's for movies that. you don't have to like. We the the, the Banshees movie. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see it in a the theater, but I it was perfect. I'm, I'm glad I did, but I think yeah. I would have liked it just as much if I watched it. Okay. Movie. I'm glad I did catch it on. So we, but Goat and I went to see Mortal Kombat, <laughs> which is one of the worst movies of all time. It's, it's and we, we were belly bumping yeah, coming we out walked, that fucking yeah, thing. We walked out <laughs> of that theater doing uppercuts. Yeah. It was really quite something. It was fun. It was it was a good yeah. time. Since since you were talking, I'm sorry. No, I think I think we're. It's good that we're over though a time in Hollywood where we're not making five scary movies that yeah. Jim the Jim Daddy's gonna go watch. You right. know. Uh, I think that. Thank, thank Shot me, across the bow. Frankly, that's over. <laughs> he just quietly nods. But this right, dear boy. I accept my fate. Goat. I will say though that uh, there are comedies like uh, for me, like the Jackass series, is where like mm-hmm. Jackass was a. I want to see that in a theater with a bunch of people, and we're laughing. It's at, the group at giggle at factor. Yeah. yeah. I hate to bring it up though, but we're also in a phase of uh, at least culture in this country where. Jokes are no longer jokes. They're to be taken the same as if you're driving past a group of people on the street and you lean out and scream at them. So, like, there's humor that is just completely off the board now. So well, that makes I, making That's because comedies. people that aren't funny are trying to do it. Well, there's that. But, okay. But also, I think that might lead to why people don't laugh at things in big groups anymore sometimes. Because if there's any perception that you found something that might be construed as offensive funny and you laugh at it, then it's like, oh, well, you're just as bad as the person who said the thing. So you kind of want to go like, oh, is that funny? I don't, I don't know. I'm ha, willing to relent ha, the ha, fact ha. that I'm just as bad as the person that said the thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to give that up. Right. But now. again, there's a lot of trepidation, I think, in, in a lot of in, in ways. So you you don't want to admit to finding something funny that until it's kind of like the schoolyard, right? You know, the old like you never agree. You know, you never say anything. You never have an opinion until you're sure that everybody else has that same opinion. Well, and it's and it's kind of difficult. I would say, uh, if you're worried about being too offended, go watch a film called Heartbreak Ridge and listen to the language in that film. And then um, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a fantastic yeah. movie, and, and it could be a comedy as well. All right, uh, Stephen, you didn't watch Spirited, I'm guessing. 
And after this review, I certainly will not be. Watch it. Yeah, unfortunately, we're the only ones that are prosecuting ourselves for our craft. Boys. Yeah, you had me watch Kingdom of Heaven instead. For I didn't have you watch Kingdom <laughs> of oh, Heaven. Right. I actually I'm did. I'm so fucking on. jealous that you watched Kingdom of Heaven. <laughs> I mean, I am. Dude, like, honestly. What did you give Spirited? I didn't know we were allowed to give zeros. So I'm I, give wrote, zero. I wrote uh, a half star. Um, if, if, if we're now opening up the gate to zeros, I'll give it a zero. It's the worst thing I've watched for the show. Yeah. Well, I will no, say. No, no, the worst thing I watched is Blue Collar. <laughs> this is. Blue Collar had something to say, dude. This, it's, this but That's why it makes it worse. This has zero merit. This is a product. This is opening a can of Dr. Pepper. This is not anyone fixing Man, you I a love fucking Dr. Pepper. I do too. But what I'm saying is, this isn't anyone preparing you a meal. Like, we're doing apples and oranges. This is, this is a product that was released this time of year for stupid people that are going to be sitting at home with their awful families wanting to die. <laughs> Which is most of you. Agonizing. It was fucking agonizing. I agree. But. Tuned out for 20 minutes. It still wasn't over. I'm like, oh, it's got to be done. No. Nope. I'll, I'll say, didn't make a phone call, didn't send any send any texts. There was no uh, late night uh, upset group chats or anything like that. I, I am I, sorry I about saved, that. Saved I show. can't <laughs> keep it in my pants. <laughs> I just wanted to put this out there. I think I may have texted, Jimmy, we're on the board for you boys. I'm hanging myself. <laughs> Seppuku. <laughs> I believe Seppuku was yeah, the yeah, exact yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little cultural appropriation. What'd you give it, Goat? Well, now. Swinging in on a chandelier. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Oh, Here's where he's going to get back at me for that secret Santa bit. If, well, dude, we'll end this right now. No, no. We'll end this fucking show right now. Dude. Well, I like butch and, sun, fucking oh, butch and Sundance. Dylan, what do you do every other Wednesday? I'm breaking, I'm breaking out the scale. Ghost of the Bolivian Army riding down on our asses. Uh, if you, I try to make kids. If you love... That, that was a monk bit. That was a monk bit. That was funny. If you are in the bag for musicals and Christmas movies, yeah. this might get to a three. If you're not in the bag for both of those things, if you're in the bag for both of those types of movies, that's what I'm saying. That that I can make an argument. It was an anti-Christmas movie with that whole rap Ryan Reynolds had at the beginning about the Christmas trees versus the new Christmas trees. That whole fucking thing. Oh, let's get all the boomer Facebook guys to get on our side. We're attacking Christianity. Jimmy Fallon popping up saying that. Oh, you're anti-Jesus. If you the Jimmy the Jimmy Fallon factor reduces it by a, a full point. So at the most, I can give this is a two. You got, I got to say, you don't want to talk about brass clangers. Vince McMahon should call this fucking man up. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving this movie a two? What did you like about it? I enjoyed when they finally got to the actual Christmas Carol uh, construct. They shit on it the whole time. Go, they shit on Scrooge in this movie. I know there's some crazy dude out there that Holy keeps shit. a log of what we all give every movie. I need to know what else Goat has given it to. I got to yeah. know, too, because I guarantee <laughs> this. I, you're not doing this to be a heel. You're not turning MJ up I'm here. not, and I might. it might just be because of the time that I watched it. It's the week before Christmas. I'm in the bag for anything I, like this. I'm and with I understand. You. I understand that I am on an island here. Bro, every single Hallmark fucking Christmas movie, all of that shit schlock is better than this. Mm. I, that's the reason why I said we should watch the first place. The Christmas movie at Christmas time. Fuck it. We're doing a Christmas If episode. you watched it after we both got kicked out of Secret Santa, would you have scored it differently? <laughs> it might have been different. So that's, that's the thing. Exactly what this I did out. watch it before I heard about the uh, the terror of Secret Santa. Well, then so. it'd probably be a four. Well, that's true. Yeah. But no, no, no. I I just, I don't know. It's 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 hard for me to say it's completely irredeemable. Just be, But if it was, it was too long and there were too many musical numbers. Those were my main complaints about that. I mean, that's the whole movie. But right, and so if it was a half an hour shorter without the music, I just—that's why I can't go higher than a two. Did you like the part where Ryan Reynolds was interrupting the ghost of Christmas Past by raising his hand? Was that part funny for you? And because he kept telling him to shut up. Oh. 
I I rubed out in this movie. I'm sorry. There's a, there's a there's a gimmick and a bit going on here that there I'm isn't. unaware of. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. Chad, I used to have a lot of respect for Goat. I understand. I'm I'm out on a limb with the. I never thought giving a movie a two would be. So controversial is, and terrible. I would invite everyone to watch Dottie, half of this movie. Dottie, what did the critics give it on Rotten Tomatoes? Like fifty uh, percent. They're gonna like it. It's singing and dancing. Were, were these two do? Were, were they were they sincere with the performance? Yeah, I think so. I did. So they look were trying. Like to me, and they were trying to be funny, and they were they were trying. They they seem because they filmed it down the street, dude. They probably got to roll up at eight fifty nine, work, man, and then go right home. You can't you can't take effort. They didn't Deshaun Jackson this bitch up. Like they fucking effort was not a, yeah, an there, issue. There's a there's a difference. There's something there. Like you know, look, The Rock. When is oh, I don't know Christ. when The Rock has made a good movie, but he got tries. We're just looking at the Rotten Tomato scores. I and I, I uh, Chad likes Rotten Tomatoes more than I do. I don't it's like it at all. Are you out of your mind? I, it, the the critics gave it a sixty nine. The audience gave it a seventy nine. Ah! Seventy nine. Go, you're in that seventy nine. I'm dude. giving it a forty. <laughs> I'm giving it a forty percent out of a hundred. I'd like to drink a forty after hearing this. <laughs> Holy! Someone, someone gave you it hundred and ten. You gotta be fucking shitting me. How many? Uh, how many uh, votes? I see 106 from critics, it, over 100 I'm verified ratings you. from the audience. So, are we you, are you the, verified on Rotten Tomatoes, Goat? <laughs> I'm not. Not at the moment. I'm gonna. I'm in the. I'm Do in the middle of the process. Who Dylan, is? we got to get some musical numbers in a Tapawingo. That's all I know. I mean, look, oh I got a three-hour cut ready to go. Holy! I just, you just give me the word. Yet, we, we, we're not. We're, yeah, the, the theater's weird right now. Here, here's what I'm telling you. Critics like singing and dancing, and they'll if, if they're singing and dancing, they're going to help it out. The, the audience part of that is what. Well, dude, if it's for women to stick their kids in front of, I, there's a lot of colors, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. You know, you you said it earlier. You never came back to a chat. Um, what? what what who not? It was beyond what the movie who the movie's for. Is it for us? No, but also there's a whole group of people that are in their twenties now that grew up with Glee and grew up with all these kinds of. That kind of musical stuff, and it's kind of for for them and that yeah, crowd and right. the people that are watching everything on TikTok. I didn't think I could be more depressed, but somehow you figured out a way to do it. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. And thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, zero is is the correct score. All right. Um, the movie that was maligned, I gave it a two, of course. The movie that maligned, um, in my opinion, one of the greatest uh, horror, uh, horror movies of all time. Um, <laughs> and I say that unironically. The Ghost of Christmas. You, to, you can close your laptop for that one. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Scrooge is a movie starring uh, Bill Murray. What did it come out? Nineteen eighty-seven. Is it eighty-eight? Eighty-eight. Um, it's just a rehash of, of course, the uh, a modernization. And I want to point that out: a modernization, but still was able to tell the story. The heart was still it's, there. It's one of the greatest stories yeah. uh, of humanity. Um, didn't spend half the goddamn movie mocking it like Spirited, which Goat gave it to a two out a of two. five. Out so, of five. Yeah, yeah, Made yeah. by a very accomplished director, Richard Donner. Yeah, he's been known to put together a little movie called Lethal Weapon. Mm -hmm. I don't know if people have seen that. The but, Omen. Um, he Another did, holiday favorite. When he passed away, was it just like a, like, like just like a within year the last year? He, he, yeah. Yeah. He, I think he made it to 92. Which we had a little was. retrospective after he had passed. Uh, just a little segment where we talked about the breadth of his career from early television where he directed one of the most... Uh, renowned episodes of the Twilight Zone, mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, the the Shatner with the uh, there's something on the wing, yeah, something the terror so, twenty thousand feet or whatever, yeah, it's like so. 
he the amount of work that he put in and the fact that this is right in the wheelhouse is just so delightful. <clears throat> Bill Murray wasn't in any of his movies, so Dylan thinks he's a piece of shit. No, no, so, no, no, no. Um, look, I met Richard Donner. He's, he was a really, really, whoa! really good dude. You really met friendly. Richard Donner? Yeah, a really good dude, really friendly dude. I asked him how to direct kids uh, after Goonies, and he signed my baby Ruth. He was great. That's fucking that's awesome. Amazing. Is that a real really story, bro? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's pretty fucking great. incredible. He's great. He's great. Do you still have the baby Ruth? I do. I'm Why starving. wouldn't you? In, do you have it in like a glass case, or did you get it in lucite at some point just to make sure it's safe? You know, I probably should have done that. No, I didn't. What were the circumstances? You might be asking. Uh, he came to our film school. Man, we should have done a film he school. Talked to us about a bunch of stuff, and then on the way out, as people, everyone's inundating him. I was like, "Hey, how do you direct kids properly?" And he said, "His advice was get on their level. Don't don't talk to them like you're an adult. You got to talk right. to them like they're your kid." He and he said physically even. Just get low, talk to them, look in their eyes, all that kind of stuff. It's crazy how much He's talent, fucking awesome. how much talent came I, out of that yeah, movie. I, too, I've right? watched yeah. like a handful of his commentaries too. I, I, his Lethal Weapon commentary is amazing. His uh, The Omen commentary is amazing because that was like pretty early in his career too. And uh, very just like I love listening to that guy talk. And he just yeah he made incredible fucking movies and like back to back to back through the two. Yeah, he was great. He was he was amazing. Also, Sixteen Blocks underrated. I think fucking great yeah. movie. You know I love 16 Blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of our other guys told us a story. It's his story, not mine, but about how he got hired on. Uh, Donner had already gotten Superman, um, the Christopher Reeves one, and he couldn't find anyone to write it. And then there was Mankiewicz, who was the uh, like nephew of the guy who wrote... Um, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, right? Yeah. yeah and um, he was a good writer. He, does, he worked a lot. And he said Donner showed up at his house in the Superman outfit <laughs> and ran across the yard what? slapping amazing. the cape. <laughs> To try to convince oh him to do it. Oh my god! And he was like, "I couldn't say no." After no, that. that was no. it. That's fucking. Well, he awesome. did. A, he did a lot of those things to get people involved in that Superman yeah. movie, right? Like the whole thing with Gene Hackman and the mustache, and like that. Dude, he was great. Yeah. He was, he'd had a way of talking to people and figuring out what to do, and he was great. He was amazing. He was amazing. Did Hackman pass? He did, right? No, no he's he's still, he just still, retired. He's, yeah, he's still, so we were bummed about that. No, yeah. we saw pictures of him though, like a year ago, where yeah, he's like, "You're talking he's about retired to private." Sean Connery passed away. Yeah, he did the same thing where I, I respect the show so, yeah similar yes. similar walks of life where they wasn't just, nicholson they, doing that right now i think so i always feel like acting is one of those things you don't need to necessarily announce that you're retiring from because if a role that you want to play comes along do it yeah. like just be like well no i'm not doing this unless it's the thing that i want to do but, but if you're clint, if you're clint eastwood and you can still direct and act when you're like 80 but yeah. i imagine a lot of these guys can't and they don't want to seem diminished direct yourself to have That's a threesome right. in your own movie that happens in one of those like recent fucking Eastwood movies. Why not? Yeah. Is, is it like, the Bridges dude. of Madison County? I'll run a match for them. <laughs> um, uh, so Scrooged. Um, I saw this movie as a junior, and my theater teacher showed it to us in okay. class, uh, which was pretty uh, enlightening. Um, you hadn't, That was the first time? First time ever. Um, I think there was curse words in it, or my mom thought it was sexist. Or was, something. was it on cable or anything? I don't know. I don't know. It, that, was, that was the first time I've even the, heard of it. The first time I saw it was the, I believe, the year after it came out when it hit cable, when it hit H- HBO or whatever. So I, I watched it, the I think, the same year I started working on Big O and Dukes. Yeah. So really not not terribly long ago. I was probably 20 or 21. Incredibly uh, disrespected. Like it, It's still... Incredibly disrespected. Well, it's not shown on a no regular basis during the holidays. It comes on during... August on like one of those like epics or whatever. Man. It's very random. You'll just flip past it and I'll be like, I'll I'll watch the rest of this. I don't care. 
the one thing I will say, it came up as a, a free movie on uh, one of the uh, larger cable companies has a rewards program. Is it get Scrooged on us? And it's like sitting right there on my cable That's box like a, forever like a now. So, download. That's pretty yeah, cool. I'm very happy about that, that it's finally, I feel like it is starting to achieve a little bit of that level of notoriety. I think a big part of the reason it's been held back is that the person who starred in it is not a fan of it at all. Yeah, uh, it's one of the reasons why I don't have the the hero worship. He's that, not uh, a fan of anything. Though. Well, no, yeah, but but, then, but he's outwardly hates the fact that Scrooge exists. I mean, he I talked got... about that about Groundhog Day the, the same way. What I does can, he yeah. like? I'm not, I'm not trying. No, to I can see that. Defend but him. It's just that's also a bummer. Like it's, it's a it's a yeah. huge bummer. And huge. I, I didn't huge. know that the first time I watched this, and I was like I said, I was I was like an adult. I was grown up by the time I had seen it, 21 or something. And the first time I watched it, at least at the beginning, I was really like confused where I was like what the fuck is going on with Bill Murray right now like what is he doing he's and a I, cock I think I got the impression that like he didn't want to be there but he was just like fucking around on what set are you, what are you at talking least, about what that, scene I, in I the boardroom where he goes oh my god does that suck well, oh I think he was god. just he was being crazy but not like it, it, it felt to me very different America's than, like, favorite old fart reading, reading a book, book. What are you talking about? He's excellent in that scene. I think it's funny, but I think that something something about it came off like he's just being his energy is weird. And I once I learned, okay, I read after, might have been a little I, weird. I read after, oh, like he doesn't like this movie. I just wanted to think back. I'm like, God, like was he just like fucking around on set, pissed at Donner, like so, pissed that he's making? A or Christmas did movie? you read like, that and changed your opinion so you could no, sound like you snuffed I, it out? Time, the first time I watched this, the, the, for the first half, I was like really trying to figure it out. I, it it I, really wasn't clicking for me I, until the actual this is ghost started shit. showing up. It didn't. It I, it wasn't making any sense. He's a cock. Yes. Yeah. You have to establish Ebenezer Scrooge is a dickhead before the fuck, or you're not gonna understand why the ghost starts showing. Sometimes up. I hurt. From giving so much, <laughs> I'm always gonna. I'm always he gonna leaves it in the cash. That, that, that was good. And all of that, is, I think, I I think what shows up on screen is what Donner wanted, and that is why I think Bill Murray you, was you've mad. heard that from Murray, where he says, "Well, he made me act like a lunatic." It's like this movie doesn't work if you don't act like a lunatic. Yeah, it doesn't if work you, if Bill Murray doesn't act like a lunatic. I mean, that's just it. It, 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 it doesn't work if that performance isn't what you have on screen. I think you have to have that completely over the top. Almost irredeemable, just, oh my God, why would anybody care about this dude? And yet, they, you still have his brother who cares. You have to have that juxtaposition, but also see how he got to that point. So that I think it works. Does like, Bill Murray shit works. on the man who knew too little? Because if he's going to complain about the way he was directed in a movie, he's just a moron in that Does anyone film. ask him about the man well, who but knew I, too but, little? But, but, that movie, he's over the top and crazy. Maybe he just wants to be a, sar a sardonic, fucking sarcastic, like better than that. I'm, I'm cooler than the whole room. Type I'm the dry vibe guy. Yeah. So look, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know that that you want to make it a, a Bill Murray podcast. Whatever you want to do, I'm fine with. But um, it's not a Bill Murray podcast. I love, I love Scrooge. <laughs> I don't like that he I does think, not. I think, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like I, I've, wor I've worked with some actors. You know, I'm not. I, I don't have a huge rolodex of, of names that I've worked with, but. Um, I think Bill Murray is one of those guys that he's very good and very talented, and um, and um, if if you are someone that can figure out how to get him to do the thing, mm -hmm. then it's going to end up being Groundhog Day. It's going to end up being Scrooge. It's going to end up being you know. Say it. Go ahead. 
whatever the hell I else. know you I know what you want to say um the man who knew too little the Darjeeling yeah. limited Darjeeling or whatever limited. the fuck he's, he's in hell. like 30 seconds of that movie I didn't even know, I didn't know, I didn't know he was gonna he's gonna be in quick change quick change is amazing um like mm. he's he's gonna do those things but I think you can also look back uh at some of his earlier stuff and you're like what the shit is this what 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 is this movie yeah and it's because I think he did control the room and he was able to uh say I'm not doing that I'm gonna do this and I think it's one of those weird things that you get like I've had I have an actress who uh, is very, very good. It's like an amazing actress, but a pain in the in the effing ass right. the entire movie with everything that has to be done. And it, it's so hard to get anything out of it. Like, it's so hard when you're fighting someone the entire time. Well, yeah, I think a prime example of just the the reins being completely taken off with no direction is, what is it, where the buffalo roam? The Hunter S. Thompson yeah, yeah, movie, where was, it's just Bill yeah, Murray being yeah. Bill Murray yeah, on screen yeah, yeah. for like, like two hours, and like this is aimless and yeah. weird and unpleasant. And, and, and look, Donner was very good at at what he obviously he was he corralling. With, yeah, like there's people that say uh, a director only has three good movies, and um, if you look at some of these directors, it can bear out, right? Like I, I had a guy that I used to be friends with that you say Coppola, or he he would show Coppola and say Coppola had three good movies, or um, Michael movies. Mann. <laughs> Michael Mann. Michael Mann. He did say Michael Mann, and Mike and and Heat was his favorite movie, and he said weird three coincidence. Good <laughs> I said, so really, he only has two good movies. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're asking me, um, so I, I, that's the thing that some people say Donner just wasn't that. He had how many good movies? He worked for a long time, and all of them, you could say, there's something really good about this. Uh, you know, Tony Scott uh, is one of those guys. Tony like, Scott's got more than three good amazing, movies. amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like he was one of those guys that just had amazing movies throughout his whole career. Uh, we're getting way but off track. You, you, but you couldn't see anybody else playing that Scrooge character other than Bill Murray. Like, and, and exactly, some, and, and especially great, now. Except like, how many people have already played it, you know? Like, well, but that particular late 80s version. Yeah. I love it. Is, is just, I, he kind of... He, I don't just, even think he's feels, a dick in that movie. It feels like the perfect combination. <laughs> I feel like he's a guy I want running my network. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? What about my needs? The bottom line is all he cares and about. And the needs of the Frisbee show. <laughs> but, <laughs> a bone, you lucky dog, <laughs> yeah. you! Isn't, isn't it interesting that whenever Bill Murray comes back and says, I hated that movie, I hated being on it, it's always the best movies that he's made. It's Ghostbusters, and it's Stripes, and it's, it's all these things that you're like, right. holy shit, what's going on? I'm going to make a comparison right now that you are not going to get, but these two guys will get. <laughs> he's right. Bray Wyatt. Hmm. Where he's this incredible, crazy, fucking, over-the-top, you know, creative dude that has this, is it full of fucking visions and horror, but it's what Triple H said, if you let him just do whatever he wants, yep. you gotta get the you gotta get the magnifying glass and focus you, all the energy. You need the bumpers on the bowling lane. Yeah, yeah. And he's mad because he's not allowed to fucking put on the golf hat and go tripping through the weeds looking after John Daly or whatever the <laughs> fuck he does with his free time bartending down on the... You know the bar, the crashing bed. weddings, and yeah, is it is it, is it uh, Beth Page Black fucking serving martinis to people? Oh, there's Bill Murray. Like that's what he wants. To do. Who the fuck's paying you to do this, asshole? But if you can get somebody that can take all of his crazy ability and his likability and say, no, 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 try this, and we'll make some money. I don't know if Scrooge made any money. I don't think it did. I think it was a flop. It was an an overlooked movie when it hit the theaters for sure. But it's it's a it's a perfect Christmas movie. Yeah. Um tape to tape i think his performance is perfect and also the, the the biggest issue with the christmas carol is you need whoever scrooge is to not this is gonna sound fucking weird but i think a muppet christmas carol is about as good a movie as you can make but, but i agree but michael kane 
starts turning into a good dude mm-hmm. somewhere around the ghost of Christmas past. Mm-hmm. And you need that progression to continue. He, Absolutely. He's dancing in the street with a ghost of Christmas present. You're like, oh, he already regrets what a shithead he is. Yeah. And Bill Murray continued to be a cock. And when uh, you brought from uh, Indiana Jones showed up. Karen Allen. He, he, it's, he's like, he's cool with her. And then he freaks out. Take the rest of your life. Like he yeah. goes back to being that guy. And that what was so masterful about that is you did the same story that everyone else did, but you executed it better and gave us a new slant on it. Yeah, he still completely died in the wool in his ways before the first ghost shows up. It's, yes. Well, after Marley shows up, the... the the uh, network executive version of Jacob Marley. God damn, that's so fucking great. Um, and and so California plate, no dairy. In <laughs> when when you get all of that, and and then, you know, he still is Sounds like Malibu Dukes right there. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's what I'm going to be ordering when I'm out he's, there. He's so he's so resistant to everything. He's like, oh, I know what you're going to do. I know what you're going to do. And he's like, and then I love also love the fact that they have the construct of. The, you're not the first person to do this, but they take it outside of yeah. it happening in Scrooge. The Attila the Hun. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, when he saw his mother, Niagara <laughs> Falls. And so you have that. This is this is a journey that many people have gone on. So it's also, even as a viewer, you can kind of put yourself in that. If I look back at the things that I regret and the things that I can change, right. and then it sums up with, you know, he, he makes that progression very, very small at each stage the, until the very end. The three ghosts are perfect. And oh my they're all, god! They're all completely different. Yeah. And if you watch Spirited, oh my god, are the ghosts horrible? The fucking guy in the cab is the funniest guy that's ever been in a movie. That's the best part of the movie. The right? chick yeah. that hits him with a fucking toaster. Yeah. While they're at the party, and then the crazy, spooky, over the top, yeah. Grim Reaper. They're well, all perfect. And if I remember, I don't remember seeing David Johansson in any movies before this. No, and, so he's and he reminds a, me of a thousand different people. And he's a 10 out of 10 in this movie. And I'm it, the ghost. Because all you really knew him for at that point, depending on how old you were, was hot, hot, hot as Buster Poindexter. We're and getting, that's we're getting into I'm just some... saying, but he went from that to being in this movie, and you're like, wait a minute, that guy can't... Oh, nope, this is all I care about this man for at this the, point. The special effects as well, still, yeah. still today... They, they hold I completely up. agree. They, they absolutely hold up. And they, they're, it's that mixture of there was some um, animatronics in there. Then All practical. Very practical, uh, very yeah. ki- Some of it's a little kitschy. Yeah. Uh, but then that the little ad- goblins in the rib cage. Did we do that? <laughs> are, people, are people doing that? We're going to get letters. I think that adds to the e- the 80s feel of it that, that nostalgically we'll look back on because a lot of movies that yeah. we, we enjoyed, like, you know, we're a part of that. When he's crying at the end, too, it doesn't. Like that big fucking cheesy song at the end it doesn't Norm- feel insincere at no. all. No, normally I'd be like, Ugh, put a that, little love in your heart. No, from the from the second he catches the coin, yeah, through to the time the credits start rolling, it's just that is that is on par. And this may be blasphemy to some people. That is on par with George Bailey running through oh, town. Oh, that's fucking rough, right? Because there. he know, because it goes you. up to the kid tugging ghost, on his ghost burning tug- some fucking bridges tonight. <sighs> That's a tough statement right but there. But it's on. I'm not saying it's better. Bert, are you real? I'm, yeah! There's yeah. no way, Goat. I'm sorry. Because it gets up to the point where the kid tugs on his, on his jacket and does the God bless us everyone. And the kid, it's just, they do everything to build to that incredibly like tear-jerking crescendo. And it just gets you every time. I, I think I think that's a fantastic finale for a Christmas movie. And it, it doesn't feel forced. I'd be really, really, really interested in, in researching was that planned or was that Bill Murray? Him riffing? Yeah. It Dude, feels that, like a riff. I think it some reeks. of it is definitely. It feels like a riff. 
Dude, how great is Bobcat Golfway in that fucking movie? Maybe. When he's Maybe. trying to drink the, the liquor and they spray him with water, and he goes, the bag. You big smelly, yeah, you big dog, you! And the hey, thing you. falls out of the bottom. It's just so goddamn funny. So when he shows up, and then he's having that, that con- he's, he's scared that he's going to get shot, but he's also like having to come to Jesus because then the ghost shows up. It's just. It's just excellently executed. And because it's after he's alive. It's just like, yeah. I'm alive, <laughs> man. Oh, like, yeah. Doesn't he drop an F-bomb right there? <laughs> I don't Does remember. Does he say, oh, fuck, right I've, there? I've had the weirdest day. <laughs> he this is shit or fuck. <laughs> Whoa, you are right. And that's, man. yeah. I don't hear any partying going on up there. <laughs> so is he going to go to jail for attempted murder, by the way? It's Christmas. Everything's, everything's forgiven. That the 80s. Bryce, is it Bryce Larson? What is the name of the guy that's sitting there? And, she, and then the chick that gets hit in the head with the fucking the the standards of practice jumps lady. on top of yeah. him with the, with the, with the mistletoe and the sexually assaults him. Yeah. Chad, in the, in the rotation of Christmas movies, were, is this, uh, is this a Christmas Eve movie you it, watch? It, well, or is it any time in the Christmas period? It's the one I watched mm. the most during the, the season. Like I've, This I've, is multiple viewings. Yeah, and it's the one, like Goat said, I, I'll catch it in the off season as well and watch it tape to tape all the way through. So that, there's a lot of them that you've seen so many times now. Like I can't watch Christmas story eight yeah. times in a row anymore. It's over. Um, and I like to save it's a wonderful life. So it, this is the, this is the, the one seat I would say. Chet, let me ask you this because yeah. uh, I've, I've had that question too. Everything is kind of a Christmas Eve movie to me because Christmas day starts to feel a little depressing. It's, yeah. It's a little chaotic. It's too. the end. Yeah. yeah, it's the end. I don't yeah. like Christmas day nearly as much yeah. as Christmas Eve. Because it's like yeah. the family's over, you don't like them, and it's weird. I didn't use. I, I didn't. I think I started to develop that perspective in sixth grade. My friend called me on Christmas. He goes, "Yeah, I guess it's all over now." And I'm like, "What, dude?" <laughs> and then like, yeah, that he, guy's a clown. He's like, he ruined it for me for all stinks. these years to come. It's just like, but what's uh, his name? <laughs> yeah, it's like your we'll daughter's podcast. It's Monk. His name's Brian Monk Jenkins. <laughs> Boy, the last three, four weeks have been great, haven't they? Guess what? It's all over yeah, now. Problem is, he ain't wrong. But for me, I need about, it's about three weeks to recharge. And then I'm like, I'm all back in. I find solace in, and I know that, unfortunately, yeah, A Christmas Story has kind of been just worn down. It's, yeah. There's no tread left on that tire where I feel like you almost have to avoid it for a couple years and then you can come back to it. That scene at the end of... After dinner, where they're sitting on the couch watching it snow yeah, with like with the, the solemn music yeah, on the radio, that's where I—that's what I want from the end of my Christmas day. Like, and that's where yeah. I go. Like, okay, there is still a moment that you can ring out of Christmas Day after the sun sets. But overall, it's kind of everything has been this build to the final piece, and then it's kind of like, oh, all right, well here we are. Like, anticipation's always better. Yeah, I agree. The the, the don't you might. <clears throat> I don't mind you shooting me, Frank, but take it easy on the Bacardi. Bacardi yeah. uh, you invented the miniseries. When his, uh, it's gross, the movie. When when his arm like rips off yeah. and, he falls and the mouse down. comes out of his it's out like, of his head. It's fucking gruesome. Man. Yeah, there's some yeah. shit in it where you're like, this ain't for kids. Like this. Oh, movie. it's definitely not for th- his I rampant this, alcoholism. Yeah, I love that. Definitely part. not for children, dude. When he's making the drink and he's trying to put tab into the glass of vodka, oh. he, he, he won't even put like a tiny little fucking just shaking the hell out of it. Yeah, <laughs> so great. He's clearly having sex with his secretary. By the way, which you hands him the fucking ratings. He's, <laughs> he's, just, he's just a scumbag. And then the, the promo. That they run for Scrooge was acid rain, <laughs> freeway killings. That's great. And then the reindeer dot must die, and well, Bob all delays of, down yeah. Cajun Christmas. 
God, all that's so fucking good. And it's a very much a time capsule of that period of television as well, because there used to be these like tentpole events that you would mark your calendar on. Like you'd think about the how every year everybody would watch Charlie Brown because right. it was aired one time on CBS. That was twenty two minutes, right? But it's, I mean, it's not a multinational fucking. Oh rendition. no, no, this was the the nth degree. But there'd be you know an airing of. You know George C. Scott's version right. of Scrooge, and or then, Ten Commandments, or yeah. like the Andy Williams Christmas special was something that happened regularly every year for two hours. You know, for twenty Coats some odd from years. another era, man. I'm just, but, but these are the things. <laughs> these are the things. Yeah. That, I love the perspective. They would unite people around the television sure. set, and it, that's where you get that that from Frank Cross. He goes like, "I love Christmas. Everybody stays in and watches All these the guys boob tube. Be watching yeah. the boob tube for me tonight." Yeah, and it, so that and that's an era that's kind of. Days gone by where now they're, again, as we've discussed, there's too many streaming services. There's so many opportunities to watch things when you want. You, We've lost a little bit of that communal viewing experience. Well, the dancers with Go, the, we've got spirited now. That's I mean, what, that's yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> we've got. Why not? That's where we're fucking lying. That's a great comparison. Five what, stars. What was yep. the, Is it the solid gold dancers? Yes. Is that the name yep. of with the, I want to see her nipple. You can hardly see them nipples. And these, these guys, guys are really looking. They're really, really looking. looking. And they try to staple the antlers on the fucking mouse. God, there's so much to love about that movie. Uh, Jim, did you watch that? or? Yeah, I've watched that. I, I watched that. It's been a long time, but I, oh. I really enjoyed revisiting it. Like, I forgot how Did much you revisit I it? I did, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I think it's available on Prime right now. I was about to cancel right. Christmas. It should be on TV <laughs> yeah. as much as the it's rest in, of that yeah. shit, though. I caught, it's included I caught the, with Prime. Like, the last 20 minutes on Freeform, like, a week ago, I think. I, I, I was it's, actually surprised to see it on it's cable. It's starting to get that yeah. momentum, and I think yeah. because people are starting to wear out on Christmas Vacation and Christmas Story, I think some of those- Christmas Vacation is beat to a pulp. And that's the thing. That's another one of those and movies. That, where, that like makes me sad. But why does that get else. the pass? Why Why is that one been blessed and there's so many other movies that haven't been? I, I don't understand. Because European Vacation doesn't get that. Oh, it definitely The original doesn't. Vacation doesn't get yeah. that. I mean, I think it's better than both of those. Okay, I, but maybe you do, but it's still... Moose up front should have told you. I mean, there's just many that, classic. That original Vacation yeah. is, is top-notch. But I, I think there was a point in time where Christmas Vacation might have been my favorite Christmas movie but it's been it's all over now. Yeah, it's it's just been the again. There's no tread left yeah. on that tire, and it's, and unfortunately, you know, you have to give it a break. If you give it a break, the, you can come back. It goes to in it. the same category as people trying to shock you, saying Die Hard is their favorite Christmas sure. story, mm. which is a bummer. Uh, we t we asked this last year. I want to. We we've gone too long. Batman Returns as a Christmas movie. I'm not saying it. We need to call it a Christmas movie. I enjoy watching. I like Christmas, watching it around and it Christmas. Feels yeah. very, is, it feels very Christmassy to me. That is the proper way to explain it to people that are ready to fight you for any reason possible. Yes. When 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 he gets out of the car at the end and it's snowing and he picks up the cat and he thinks he sees Michelle Pfeiffer. Merry and, Christmas, Alfred. Yeah. That's fucking, and a that's happy it. new year. Yeah, that that makes me Google feel like towards this men is, this and women. Yeah, okay, it's good. fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a great uh, second, just a, a great follow up to whatever. If you watch something like more traditional, whether it's I don't know Scrooge or Home Alone or It's a Wonderful Life, Spirited. You, you're already you're you're, <laughs> you're probably a little toasty at that point, or two. just if you're us, you're drunk. Um, I think Home Alone Two is more Christmassy than Home Alone One. I swear to God, I can see that. I I, yeah. I see that Home Alone it, itself. I think. Might be a top five overall for me, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Home Alone means a, a shit. I mean, I, I, and it's a Wonderful Life. I think it's top five. For I saw Home Alone. Oh my overall, god! I right? saw Home Alone in the theater. Yeah, I mean, uh, Home Home Alone is is 
really one of my favorite movies ever okay. made, and like I never get enough of that is, one. Is Home Alone's value an age bracket sort of thing? Is that a demographic related thing? Like where younger people, like kids, people Dottie's age, like value Home Alone more than say people our age um, or my age and younger? How old are you? Forty-eight. You would you wouldn't know it. I was just gonna say old, but yeah, yeah I'll just no, go ahead and put a number on it. The yeah. Iron Horse was pushing across this great country of ours. <laughs> I remember when horsepower was judged in actual horses. Yeah, I'm not demanding <laughs> that like go. You think of Home Alone as the same way that no, I, I do. I just wonder if there's a reverence factor based on so I'm, demographic. I'm but I wouldn't say so because it was so good and so popular and, and worked so well. Okay. That I think. It has carried over to yeah, we want to show younger people this great movie, and they like it as well. There's funny stuff in there. I think Chris Columbus, when he when when he made it, uh, one of the things he was trying to do was make it timeless. That's mm-hmm. why all the colors in the movie, the stuff they're wearing, is stuff that you could wear today. The colors on the walls are specific, so that um, it, it could carry today. It doesn't look like a space. A it's not locked in time. Space house or any of that. So yes. Who does the? You guys know who does? The, uh, <coughs> excuse me. The soundtrack to that movie. John Williams. Come on now. So it's John Williams doing Christmas carols. So nothing wrong with it's, that. It's very difficult. It's That's amazing. and think about how many bad songs we just saw in Spirited. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't mean to keep piling on, but and then there's somewhere in my memory in Home Alone where you're like, this could be a Christmas carol that has been around. Since the beginning of time. Well, dude, you just mentioned Batman Returns. I mean, the music is Christmassy yes. in that. There, there, well, there, there's fucking. Who there's, did that? Danny Elfman. Yeah. But there's a fu- there's fucking there's a choir and sleigh bells in that. Like, but you're getting these are. You it's know, not Trent Reznor. No disrespect. I mean, I mean, it's people that understand what yeah. to do making music for a movie. Danny Elfman also did the music for Scrooge. And the Nightmare Before Christmas. Beetlejuice. Oh, there we sing in the Christmas. Yeah. Let's watch <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice can, is a Christmas we, movie. There, I said it. <laughs> Wait, what? All right. Um, when can people watch our movie, For the Love of Jesus Christ? We're very close. How we're very close? close? We got uh, some VFX and some color. Everything else is done. Look, some, we're very close. Very I'm kidding. I think the movie will be done. Let's see if we get into any festivals. And um, Look, man, I, I told you. I could I could have brought today. I know, but I knew we were going to do two and a half hours, so I didn't want to then. Dude, can we have a festival five here? Five hours. It's yes, fine. yes, yes. But, we, but, but what I'm saying is he's kept the movie at a, at a very brisk three and a half hours. It's, okay. It's, it's, so, just, it's so quick. Yes. You wouldn't even know. It's, we'll see the roadshow version, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Uh, I will take you up on that while you are in town that we'll, uh, yeah. we'll do a screening up here. That would be tremendous. Um, all right. Are we good? I feel pretty good. Steven, thank you, bud. Yeah, no problem. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Orgy brought the donuts. Do we do the donuts? Oh. I mean. Is it too much? Is it too much? Christmas time is here. Be honest. Dottie's face says no. But his his body! (laughs) His body is telling him yes! I can't eat a whole one. I don't want to hurt no more! I can't eat a whole one this time. I don't see nothing wrong. (laughs) With some donuts and a crustache. He's got him at the ready. Like there was They're right no there, hesitation. Dawson. They're right there. Look at that skin tight dressed man. Oh, right. he's w- he's waving right, the fragrance. What, what are we having, Orange Beard? Tell us. What we're- oh wait, Donnie's got a sheet. Who's got a sheet? Jimmy's got a sheet. Give it to the donut expert. Well, the there's uh, not a whole lot of detail on this. Uh, one is called the classic honey dip. Uh, well, let's well- try that one. <laughs> there's one called the light and fluffy yeast raised donut. Uh, Hot dipped in our signature honey glaze. Have they been cut into pieces, Orgy? They have? Well, Dodson, they've been cut into pieces, for God's sakes. Which one are we trying first? Yeah, which one is this? What are we trying first? Classic honey dip. Where is this from, Goat? Where is this from? There's no detail on my sheet for that. Orgy, where is it from, you son of a bitch? (laughs) 
It says Good Company Donuts. Where are they located? Arlington, Virginia. And what if I want a franchise? <laughs> no idea. Why are we eating these just because they're donuts? Yay! <sighs> yes, the holiday donuts are coming. Because the holiday donuts. Is, holiday AJ don- Chad, is anyone going to grade Scrooge less than a five? Five. 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 Okay. Dotson will. Hold on. Dotson will. Let's wait for Dotson to tell us why it's not a five. Why is it not a five? It's fine. I, know I like other Christmas movies more. Okay, so what is it? Is it a three? That's probably a four. It's a four. Ugh. It's a great fucking movie. Can I ask you what's better? Four is a great movie. Home Alone is not better than Scrooge. That's is that what you're saying? I, Home Alone's better than Scrooge. Sorry, man. What? Yeah. Sorry. You're fucking out of Buzz, your mind. your girlfriend. Oof. Dotson, what's your, what's your top three Christmas movies? Home Alone. Spirited. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, Spirited. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's important. I, I mean, I, I know we just said we wouldn't call it a Christmas movie, but I fucking love watching Batman Mother Returns at Christmas, man. Cock, bitch. God damn it. <laughs> Is that about the donut or about Dottie's Christmas movie that's ranking? A, that's the donut face. Okay. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I can't have this. Hey, thank you. I don't want to eat this last piece. <laughs> what's what's right number two there? What's right number two? The next donut on the menu is called Almond Joyous. What? What's the details, Orgy, you fucking crazy bastard? How many donuts? There are none, sadly. It's not all nine. I said Orgy. Sorry. Should we, not have, Chester? Should we not have Christmas music playing right now? Bitch! Blue, blue, blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a weird endorphin dump right now, bro. I can't do it. Which one's this one? Almond Joyous. Dude, I'm having a weird elation bit. I don't know what's happening. I'm getting emotional. Well, we're right in, right in the shadow of the holidays. There's cream in this one. Christmas is just around the corner. We've got chocolate covered Oh, there's donuts a big black hair almonds. on mine. Look at that. And I don't even oh. give a shit. Yep. In the spirit of Christmas, we'll overlook that. This is why I go to the doctor, they say things. <laughs> All right, don't put the camera on me, Jen. I need you to swear to me. I swear <laughs> to me, you fucker. <laughs> Chad, would you like me to pass you the box? No, I'm... I'm, I'm oh, I'm telling you. It tastes there's like a, a Samoa. There's a couple more. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's a bit of coconut in there. Yeah. It tastes like a Samoa. How many do we have left? That has to be it. There's one, Just one more. All right, Belfast, I'll go. I'll split one with this. Oh, fucking right. God damn, that's good. That was a, you want this that one? almond yeah. one is as good as I've had. When you, say, cool? when you say Samoan, you mean a Samoan's penis? Because this fucking feels <laughs> I wish the rock's penis was here. Oh, no. What if Roman Reigns' is penis? What is this? And now, peppermint hot chocolate. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Belfast wants, wants the other half. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to slam this one more here. Steven Stin! <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Orgy, I will never fucking forgive you for this shit. I will never. He warned me about this last Friday. So what, 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 what did you stop him? I, who am I to tell him no? You fucking tell him no! Have you looked him in the eye and ever said no? Or did Steve no. steal a donut <laughs> that was for the audience? Oh, that's a fucking shame. Dots has got a real weakness with donuts. I know you. I thought I loved donuts. He's a down low donut yeah. brother. <laughs> Peppermint hot chocolate. Dylan, how are you enjoying the show? 
Thanks for having me. He's got to he's got to coexist with it's the delicious. Hollywood types. It's delicious. Dylan, just remember, if you see, if you hear these like four thuds on your front door, <laughs> and you look out, and Chad's standing in your driveway, <laughs> I, I hope, my finger. I hope you don't not, a donkey. Those are not sausages. <laughs> no, that he's they are not. <laughs> Take your donkey inside if you hear it. Yeah, my word. By the way, Stephen, four thuds on the front door is a great name for a <laughs> fucking a movie. It's a great. It's, it's an indie me. band. Chester, I know you hate me. Keep the camera off, off me completely. when I'm we having addiction. <laughs> if I'm succumbing to addiction and I don't need you exploiting it. <laughs> what does this one go? Peppermint hot chocolate. You're in for a treat. Oh. God, I'm sorry about the Secret Santa thing earlier. I apologize. Mm-hmm. It's my fault. Oh. Chad. What? what? <laughs> How long are them sausages, Charlie? Five minutes, Doctor. <laughs> it was five minutes, five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Man. Let me do you a favor. I just throw Stephen's milk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those all sucked. Oh. Just they were all just absolutely terrible. A fucking orgy beard. <laughs> He's the master enabler. He's so comfortable in his own skin. <laughs> There's a jealousy Imagine. all around this table. If orgy beard came to me and said, "What's inside of my penis is <clears throat> what is in those donuts." <clears throat> You might think some things. I don't know what you I do. Not do this Christmas. And he's like, he's like, I'm gonna tape it and send it to your wife. And I'm like, but the donuts are in there. <laughs> uh, this is along the lines of the divorce chat last time, I believe. <laughs> it's in a related category. Don't make me say it again. You know how he's, <laughs> you know how he's gonna respond. It's like asking the fucking Stones to do sympathy for the devil. You know, yeah, it's so insulting that you know we fucking we've been doing this show for like three years. And yeah, yeah. Everyone said the best episode was when you said let's get a divorce and Jim just yelled. <laughs> By the way, we had done three hours of radio up until that point. <laughs> fucking assholes. It was pretty good though. Well then, dude, no one has ever once said anything about anything we say about movies. I feel like we do like a really enlightened movie podcast, a lot of different perspectives. I feel like we try to give some angles, yeah. All they care about is that we eat donuts. Hey, (laughs) there's something for everybody. What was that second one? The second one was Almond Joyous. That was the best one. one. That was the best one. Because the the peppermint. That was the rock's penis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's the one the, that, that Stephen and I stole from know, saying, someone in the audience. Whoever didn't get one. You're saying because oh, orgy. I don't feel bad. Anymore. It's the most delicious one that everybody wants. It's the rock's penis. <laughs> <sighs> we out. If Seth Rollins came out and said, "I'm Seth freaking Rollins," then he opened up the jacket and there was his schwanz. I don't have an end to this story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit without an ending. Orgy, like, <sighs> thank you for the donuts. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, Steven, thank you for being here, bud. I know Steven drove all the way up from North Carolina just for this, by the way. Right. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. sad is that? It's the saddest thing. Very I nice. appreciate it greatly. Did it snap? No, no. Do we snap? What do we do? Sit, I don't sit know. with you boys. Absolute privilege. You're a man. You're a good man. Appreciate you. It was fun. Uh, Dylan, you're the best. Uh, Tabawingo Film, of course, on Instagram. Uh, anything else people should know about? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you have any ghost spider uh, fan fiction, send it over to Dylan. He's uh, he's looking for it right now. I'm all in. 
Goat Daddy, Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas. <laughs> it was just, he looked like the thinker just staring yeah. straight ahead. I think the sugar coma has already set in. Like he's already spiked and crashed in the, the span of five minutes. four whole ones. Last time it was too much. Jesus too much. Christ. This was, I think, two, two and a half. Yeah, we hit that. <sighs> you make it? I guess I'll be all right. Jimmy? Thank you. Right? Yes. Can I, uh, all right, let's see how we, I'm going to test Jimmy's improv skills. Oh, all right. You ready? Let's all get divorced tonight. Eat it all! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, <sighs> I'm parched. You know all I, mean? I know is I could sit here and talk about oh, getting divorced all so night long. Thirsty, I'm tired of talking dukes. I just want to go to the courthouse and get drunk. 